Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, January 26, 2018, and welcome to episode number 140 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Show on the line here with you as we're going to do something a little bit a little bit special here today, tonight, due to our due to, of course. Uh, starting, of course, we're going to start an hour later because of, ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, the, uh, of course, NXT's tr- contribution to the re- to the wrestling scene this weekend. NXT TakeOver Phoenix is, is, uh, is currently underway, even as we speak, and we are going to be bringing you bit-by-bit coverage of all five matches leading up here, <clears throat> of course, uh, here and give our take about what we're going to be Joining us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So far to help us call the action here, it will be uh, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Geralmo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 U.S. Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Are you ready? Sorry. I can't hear you. Okay, now I can Dare I say, are you ready for a takeover? Absolutely. And we can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get this started, the tag team matches coming up. Right now, the War Raiders and the Undisputed Era will kick us off in Phoenix. That's going to be a bend. We're going to be we're going to, we're going to keep up with everything going on here, leading up, leading up towards, of course, the big time 
So all the matches here Is that your phone or mine? It's not mine. I don't okay. know what it is. Okay, we're back. We're back. But before okay. we start, but before we start, we can tell you about the year-end awards. First off, congratulations to the following competitors: Kari Sane, overall competitor of the year, female competitor of the year. The rivalry of the year, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Chiappa. Male competitor of the year, Tommaso Chiappa. The breakout star of the year, the Ricochet, who will be defending, or the Ricochet, whatever you want to call him, the North American champion who's got a big bout tonight against Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. The undisputed era, the tag team of the year, who is fighting up right now, coming up with the War Raiders. Io Shirai, the future star of the year. Andre versus Gargano of Philadelphia, the match of the year. And the takeover of the year, even though it was not announced on the pre-show, was takeover New Orleans. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that. Of course, the NXT Awards there, JD. We do thank a big time of big time honors here indeed tonight. And if you care to join us and listen in here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, first off, I will tell you we have a live video feed coming into us from the WWS Power Hour Radio Facebook page. If you care to join us for that here tonight, be sure to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Power Hour Radio. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number as always is 1605-562-0444. pound and press that one if you want to chime on everything. And here comes out. Fish O'Reilly Strong. No Adam Cole tonight, surprisingly, as Adam Cole has another commitment. But we do have some breaking news in into the Rumble. Just when you thought the Rumble could not get any more crazier, we have heard rumblings. That some big names are seen in Phoenix. The Big Show. Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Hornswoggle. And dare I say it. We might have the biggest surprise in them all. And WWE's not going to leak it out now. And they said they're keeping it hushed. But a certain, let's just say, person might be making a big, and I emphasize the word big, shocking, either return or uh, uh, debut at the Rumble. Tomorrow night at Chase Field. Oh my goodness! We'll be listening on that here tonight, here guys. So be listening here throughout it all. And of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, all we're going to talk about tonight are our wrestling history and birthdays for tonight. Also, our uh, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Also, a rundown of what took place here in the radio network here this week. And yes, all right, throughout the night. Between here we go. We'll have our first NXT match. Of 2019 by the tag titles, in which I have the undisputed era in this one. And of course, like I said, we'll be providing full coverage of the NXT TakeOver show from Phoenix as you And we're underway! And they go after him at the bell. And here we go. The war is on. The NXT tag titles are up for grabs first as the Undisputed Era is up one up against the War Raiders. That'll be a very classic match. And while J.D. keeps that up for, for us, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with our wrestling history and birthdays here <clears throat> for today, January the 26th. And it'll be a very, uh, some very interesting, uh, very interesting moments took place on this year. And let's go ahead and start it off here. Let's see, with uh, this, yes, 32 years ago today, which we're put it at 1987, at a WWF Superstars of Wrestling taping in Tampa, Florida, 
The Hart Foundation. Oh my Brady. God! He just Hanson just picked up Roney, body slammed the right on of both Fish uh, O'Reilly and Strong of uh, O'Reilly and his partner, and now Strong's in trouble as he's being press slammed back into the ring. Thank you very much, Eddie. The Hart Foundation defeated the British Bulldogs to win the WWF Tag Team Titles. Both Hart Foundation manager Jimmy Hart and referee Danny Davis had a hand in the victory. His role for the ill-gotten title change was the final straw for, for WWF President Jack Tunney. He stripped Davis of his officiating license, barring from refereeing any WWF match indefinitely. Davis would wrestle for a little over a year, most notably scoring the deciding fall in a six-man tag team match at WrestleMania three, for having his officiating duties reinstated first on a, on a probationary basis, then without restriction in 1989. During the same taping, two important editions of, of Piper's Pit were taped, all were to set up matches for WrestleMania three, with two of them setting up the main event. In one segment, Andre the Giant introduced his new manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Andre still salted from getting a smaller trophy for his 15-year unbeaten streak on the same Piper's Pit that Hogan got a larger trophy for holding the WWF title for three consecutive years. Drove the point home that he and Hogan were no longer friends by challenging Hogan to a WWF title match at WrestleMania three. Hogan still flabbergasted would then have a shirt and crucifix ripped by Andre. Hogan's chest got an accidental scratch when Andre's nail cut into it. In another segment, Hogan at first reluctant, reluctant to, to accept, finally accepted Andre's challenge for the WWF title at WrestleMania three. In a third segment, Piper announced that he would retire following his match with Adrian Adonis at WrestleMania. 25 years ago today, which we put it in 1994, on Monday Night Raw from New York City, Mr. Perfect defeated Ric Flair in a loser leaves the WWF match. The bout was essentially a write-off for Flair, who was leaving the company after just a year and a half there, despite Flair winning the WWF title twice. His first has come 113 days after his television debut, a company record. He was unhappy with his direction, and it was mutually decided that it would be in Flair's best interest to return to WCW. Flair would remain with the WWF until clearing his house show commitments on February 10th before returning to WCW later in the month. Because of a no-compete clause, it wouldn't be until June before Flair could wrestle a match for WCW. 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, in Tucson, Arizona, Mankind defeated The Rock in an empty arena match to win the WWF title. The bout, the only empty arena match in company history, took place earlier in the day at in the Tucson Convention Center before WWF did their tapings for the following week's shows. As for the bout, it aired during halftime of Super Bowl 31, thus the name of the special Halftime Heat. It was part of an aggressive marketing campaign for the WWF, which also aired an ad during the game. Fifteen years ago today, put it at uh, 2004, on Raw from Hershey, Pennsylvania, of course, home of the chocolate up there, J.D. knows that area all too well. Chris Benoit makes a surprise to return to the show for the first time since leaving as a free agent and as the Intercontinental Champion in August of 2002. Benoit had won the Royal Rumble the previous night and was assumed he would challenge for the WWE title, which is exactly what did not happen. Benoit seen he was never going to get a fair shake for that championship as long as then SmackDown general manager Paul Heyman. Uh oh! Uh oh! Oh! He tried to suicide dive and he missed. 
He oh, went crashed and crashed. I think it was Roe. He went full speed and somehow one of the guys moved out of the way. I mean, he had a flip going JD. outside. He did like a cannonball flip type move. Oh, my, good, thank, oh my goodness. Thank you very much, here, JD. Um, used a loophole to get himself traded to Raw and challenged for Triple H's World Heavyweight title. Ten years ago today, put it at 2009, Ring of Honor announced via press release that they would broadcast a weekly TV show on HDNet. This was the first major weekly television deal for the Philadelphia promotion. The series premiered on March 21, 2009 and ended on April 4, 2011, after the deal had expired without a renewal. Just over a month later, Sinclair Broadcast Group not only acquired the broadcasting rights to the Ring of Honor, they bought the company itself. Five years ago today, put it at 2014, WWE presented Royal Rumble from the Console Energy Center in J.D.'s neck of the woods of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 15,715 were in attendance with 467,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 512,000 for the 2013 edition. Of note, this was the final appearance of CM Punk. He would walk out on WWE before Raw the next night and would soon retire from professional wrestling altogether. The event may be considered one of the great PR, one of the great PR disasters in recent wrestling history, considering they were less than a month away from the launch of WWE Network, with many taking the social media following the event, expressing their displeasure of the event. Here are the matches that took place at this. <clears throat> in a pre-show dark a pre-show match. The New Age Outlaws, Road Dogg and Billy Gunn, defeated the Brotherhood, Cody Rhodes and Goldust, to win the WWE Tag Team Titles. And the matches for the Royal Rumble, Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar defeated The Big Show, Randy Orton defeated John Cena to retain the WWE World Heavyweight He's got title. a triangle, he's got a triangle! Oh my god, no way! All right, he's going for mine! You're an Augie! And Batista last eliminated Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble match. Let's see. Uh, yes, four years ago today, 2015, WWE Monday Night Raw was canceled for just the second time in Temple history, the first time ever due to inclement weather. A travel ban was imposed on the state of Connecticut where Raw was to be held just hours before the show. The show was to take place in Hartford. With the state look, with the state looking at as much as two feet of snow and blizzard warnings in effect. They're trying to reach Row. He's trying to reach Row. Row's far away in the corner. Hanson moving. The company presented oh. a snowed in with a raw. Oh. 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 And Hanson and the Undisputed Era. Go back to work on Hanson, and Rowe's not happy. They're double-teaming on Hanson right now. Uh, Rowe not very happy. Mr. Uh, Sarah Logan, shall we say. Thank you very much. The company presented a snowed-in episode of Raw featuring replays of the previous night's Warrior Rumble match. Oh, he suplexed them right into his partner. Whoa. Oh, oh my goodness. And sit-down interviews with Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. After getting canceled in the wake of the blizzard of 2015 was the next night SmackDown in Boston. The state of Massachusetts was on a day-long travel ban for January the 27th. SmackDown that week was moved to Hartford, where Raw was originally set to take place. Those that had tickets to Raw could attend the SmackDown or get a refund. 
Those that had tickets to the Boston SmackDown could exchange it for a ticket to a house show there later in the year or get a refund. The only other time Raw was canceled was on June 25, 2007, the Monday following the double murder-suicide of Chris Benoit and his family. Today is a happy, let's see, Happy 33rd birthday for Chantel Larissa Malowski. Forgive me if I mispronounce that name. But wrestling fans may know her best as Taylor Wilde. Wow. Born in Toronto, born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. She debuted as Chantel Taylor at the age, at age 17 in June of 2000, June 2003. After being featured in a wrestling documentary in 2004, she spent 2005 traveling to Mexico and South Africa. Late in the year, she was invited into a trial with WWE. Chantal was signed in May 2006 and was assigned to Deep South Wrestling, WWE's developmental territory at the time. She wrestled in dark matches and on house shows for SmackDown and ECW. After nearly a year with Deep South Wrestling, she was transferred to WWE's new developmental territory, Florida Championship Wrestling. She would not last long as less than two months after the move, she was released. Chantel was done with wrestling, was actually pursuing a college degree when she was contacted by TNA. Woloski joined TNA in May 2008 and debuted as a a plant and as part of Awesome Kong's $25,000 challenge. She made her in-ring debut on the June 19th episode, and though she did not win, she came closer than anyone competing before her. She would get another shot three weeks later. This time, the now-named Taylor Wilde beat Kong for the money and the teammate knockouts title. She would hold the championship until just after Battle for Glory in October, where she was defeated by Awesome Kong. Taylor feuded primarily with the Kong Taraj and the Beautiful People before aligning with Sarita in the new knockouts tag team division late in 2009. Taylor Wilde and Sarita would become the first teammate knockout tag team champions at No Surrender, making her the first woman to hold both knockouts titles in TNA. They'd hold, until, they'd hold the belt until the new year when they were defeated by the team of Awesome Kong and Hamada. After losing the championships, the team would go into a rut and not win for six months. The alliance split in July when Sarita turned on Taylor, claiming she was sick of losing. In July of 2010, Taylor Wilde and Hamada would win the knockouts tag titles together from the beautiful people. They would hold a championship until the two were released a few days apart in December. After one last match in February 2011, Woloski retired from the wrestling business for good to study psychology. As of 2013, we'll just say Taylor Wilde is a firefighter in the Toronto area. Today is also, we wish a very happy 85th birthday for Robert George Euchre, or of course for short, Bob Euchre. Front row, he's in the front row. That's it. Nice catch, don't ever do it again. Born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Euchre played five seasons with four different teams, the first of which being his hometown, Milwaukee Brewers. Considered one of the best defensive catchers of his time and career point. It's been a good opener, I will say that. All four of them are busting their tail. And when you're done, uh, there was a requ- I sent you a message, however, uh, to your uh, messenger, however, and when you're done doing the birthdays and dates, how we clipped him in the knee. But uh, I'll okay. have to uh, tell you after you're done with the birthdays I'll- and dates about this, however. Okay, I'll read that just for thinking there, J.D. Uh, consider, uh, career 9.981 fielding percentage. Euchre holds a not-so-good distinction. In 1967, he led the league with 10 pass balls despite playing only 50 games. Oh, you said balls. 
Major League Baseball season. You tell you do another suicide. I almost took him out at the announce desk. Holy. Oh, oh the War Raiders almost pulled it out at the last minute. The era is still in it. The era is still in this match. How in the hell are they still in one piece? This has been a good opener. I mean, this has definitely been a show-stealing opener. That's for damn sure. Hanson and Rowe are not going down yet. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Side suplex. Here comes Rowe back in. Oh, the era could be trouble. Get up, Strong. Get up. Fog splash! That might have done it. I've won Major League Baseball in 162 games, and it still was in the top 10 for most pass balls in a single season. Despite batting .200 and just, just 14 home runs and 74 runs batted during his six-year career, he is a world champion with the 1964 St. Louis Cardinals and hit a home run off of future Hall of Fame pitcher Sandy Koufax. After retiring from baseball, you could return to Milwaukee in 1971, <clears throat> became the play-by-play announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers, a position he holds to this day. He would also call baseball games for ABC in the 1970s and NBC in the 1990s. You could became a national figure as a frequent guest. Oh my on God! No show. way! No way! He's gonna pick up Row. Oh, I thought the ring was gonna collapse for a minute. Nope. Oh, Strong's up. All right, I got him. One, two, no. Yeah. Became a national figure as a frequent guest on the Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson, appearing about 100 times on the show. His self-depreciating sense of humor made him quite the popular figure. It was Johnny Carson that gave him the nickname. Mr. Baseball. In addition to appearing in numerous commercials, most notably for Miller Lite Beer, he was a ring announcer for the WrestleMania. Tastes Green great, Man. less filling. Tastes great, less filling. No, it's taste. It tastes. It tastes filling less great. <laughs> there you go. Hogan <laughs> yeah. and Andre the Giant. Duke's introduction of Andre was heard as a part of WWE signature opening from 2005 to 2014, and appeared as a backstage interview for WrestleMania 4. He hosted Bob Euchre's Wacky World of Sports, known as later days as the lighter side of sports in the 1980s, and Bob Euchre's War of the Stars in 1987. Euchre, in addition to being a frequent late-night talk show guest and beer pitchman, is most famous for his role as sports writer George Owens on the 1986 comedy Belvedere and as the voice of the Cleveland Indians, Harry Doyle, in the Major League movie series. That was he did a tremendous job in those movies. I remember that. Yes, Bob is a member of the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2010, a member of the National Radio Hall of Fame in 2001, and the National Sportscasters and Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame in 2011. In 2003, he received the Ford C. Frick Award from the Baseball Hall of Fame for his for his contributions to broadcasting to the sport, essentially making him a Baseball Hall of Famer. Today would also be. <clears throat> would have been the let me see the 90th birthday of francis jonard labac later changed to jonard pierre slaglam slaglam i can pronounce it but he's best known and jd would know this name of course all too well as legendary broadcaster gordon Soley. yeah born in minneapolis Yes, sir. Born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Gordon moved to Tampa, Florida in 1950 after completing military service for the United States Air Force. Sully did promotions and was a radio disc jockey before transitioning to pro wrestling. In the late 1950s, Sully No way! He had a cartwheel back elbow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
No. No. No! Uh, double stacked him. Ball game. He double slant. He maybe. Oh, the Undisputed is now in big trouble. He double stacked them on top of each other now. They drop. One. And we have new tag team champions. The War Raiders pull off the upset. Oh my! Oh my goodness! Oh my good. Okay. Seventeen right, minutes well, they I'll... gave them. Seventeen minutes. I mean, almost twenty minutes. What an opener! That was a good way to start it out. Unbelievable for busted their tail. Before we finish talking about, of course, the birthday would have been the 90th birthday of Gordon Sully. We'll let you know the tag team title match as JD did say the War Raiders did pull off the win. And I can tell you that Michelle, John, and Ann each received a point. Damn. Good job, guys. Well done. Good start. So Michelle, John, and Ann are on the board. And, of course, uh, JD, JD, Fonzie, and Bobby will walk you behind here now remember guys six belts are up for grabs here two two sets of tag titles and two singles belts so don't worry everybody's probably gonna go home with a belt tonight so don't you worry about that but let's go and finish this right here in the late 1950s solo joint championship wrestling from florida after emceeing weekly events with a promotion gordon was moved to the broad into the broadcast booth and would become promotions lead announcer Soli's calm demeanor compared to other announcers of the era, a sense for that matter, made him stand out in the field. His own life demeanor was comparable to that of famed sportscaster Jim McKay. When he wore glasses in his later years, many say he bore resemblance to late game show host Bill Cullen. And yeah, he did. Soli conveyed a serious legendary game show host who hosts some of the I best think, game shows. Yeah, I ever. think I think he was from Pittsburgh, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think I heard him say that one time. He guessed he guest starred on an episode of Card Shark. I think he said that one time. Remember yeah, he that. also did a lot of other game shows. He, uh, uh, I'm gonna pull up his info here in a second. And I can also okay. tell you, I have heard reports saying there has been discussion we might be seeing the Beast of the East going into the Hall of Fame this year. It was about time. I mean, I've been t- hovering about it. Bill Cole, yeah, he was born in Pittsburgh. He died in July of 1990. He was only 70 years old when it happened. But he was okay. from Pittsburgh, yes. Right. Thank you very much, JD. He began his career oddly so, enough at 3WS. It's funny. He started at WWSW Radio for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Hornet Games, however, and then worked at KDK for a year and then went to CBS, however, but WWSW is 3WS Radio. And uh, he's, he was active until two years before his death. Like I said, he was born in Pittsburgh, Pat, went to the University of Pittsburgh. He, uh, like I said, did the winner take all, the Bill Collins show, named that tune. The original Price is Right, I've Got a Secret to Tell the Truth, and many others. Of course, one that he, one he did very well, and I actually got a theme. I got, I got the, I found the theme to it online, Hot Potatoes. Yes, or Password. Or password. He did password plus for with uh, Tom, him and Tom Kenny did uh, for uh, Alan Cullen for a long time. Mr. Betty White, if you remember. Alan Ludden, yeah. Uh, Alan yeah. Ludden, I can't remember his name. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. I remember that. Sully conveyed a stare sense to in ring action, but would throw in his occasional Sullyism, such as calling suplexes suplays, a turn picked up by Terry Taylor and Mauro Ronaldo, call out of control fights a pier six brawl. <laughs> I refer to some awesome. of bloody face. And Pete Dunne and Tony Storm are in attendance. The Bruiserweight and the UK Women's Champ are in the front row. Oh my goodness! Well, we may see. Uh, 
Might, I think Tony's there to watch there. Shane and Bianca. And Pete Dunne's got that mean look to him. And now, it looks like we got Ricochet and Gargano next. Yeah. Of course, I got Gargano in this one. Yeah. I no, think it's next. Go. I'm not sure. We'll find out here in a minute, though. Ricochet's a little coming up. Let's see. It is. We're going to find out here in a minute. No, it's Matt Riddle and Cassie's. Oh, no. I think the pro okay. is going to take Cassie's oh, no down here. We all know that. Well, I will go ahead and let everybody know here that our, as far as our uh, prediction title challenge goes with that, uh, Michelle, JD, and John have Matt Riddle to win this. Fonzie, Ann, and Bobby have Cassius Ono to win this. So just keep that in mind there. Good luck, guys. Yeah, all right, so it's kind of split down the middle right there. So here we go. Call out of control fights a Pier 6 brawl and refer to someone's bloody face as a crimson mask. They often refer to the NWA World Heavyweight title as the 10 pounds of gold. Stolly gained national prominence when the weekly CWF show across the country through Superstation TV, WTBS. The exposure led him to work with promotions in Georgia, Alabama, and Puerto Rico. After championship wrestling from Florida folded in 1987, Sully returned to Georgia and joined what would become WCW. In his later years, Sully was the primary play-by-play announcer for WCW Crow, the promotion's Sunday morning program. Sully's final days with WCW were tumultuous. He often butted heads with WCW executive vice president and later president Eric Bischoff, who he called a corporate assassin. Ooh. In addition, Sully opposed the WCW Hall of Fame inductions of both Big John Studd due to an ABC report on steroid use released the prior year, and Angelo Poffo, the father of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Sully believed that wrestlers shouldn't be pushed for their own blood to be honored. Both Sully and Poffo were inducted in 1995, but Gordon had left the promotion by the time of his induction and retired from the wrestling business. Post-retirement, Sully was diagnosed with throat cancer, Reportedly, he smoked as many as four packs of cigarettes a day, and his vocal cords had to be removed. His failing health led him to pass on participating in the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view in October of 1999. <clears throat> a throat cancer would claim his life on July 27, 2000, in his home in Newport, Ritchie, Florida. Sully was 71. At the time of his death, he was survived by five children, Pam, Denise, Jannard, Eric, and Greg. Sadly, his wife, Eileen, died of cancer three years before it. 1997. Sully is well honored. He's a member posthumously was inducted of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2004, the NWA Hall of Fame in 2005, and the WWE Hall of Fame in 2009. In 2005, some of Sully's short stories and poetry was published from Gordon Sully, Something Left Behind. A biography on his life. The Here comes Matt Riddle. Okay. And on the Sully Chronicles was released in 2009. Sully's trademark "So Long from the Sunshine State" was a part of Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, was a part of the weekly, was a part of Florida Championship Wrestling weekly TV show as a tribute to the announcer. So happy birthday, of course, to uh, Taylor Wilde, and also I did also also Bob Uecker and also Gordon Sully here uh, here tonight. There, folks, thank y'all very much. And let's give you this one more time while JD is monitoring the game, the match between Matt Riddle and Cassius Soto at Takeover. 1605-562-0444. Call ID 141-364-POUND. This is episode 140 of WWS Power Hour Special Edition tonight as we have our providing coverage tonight of the NXT Takeover Show from Phoenix. 
Mr. WWUS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, Jared D. Drama, here with you here tonight. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, okay. And, J.D., I got your request. I did happen to notice that. I will, I will um, add him on here momentarily. And and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and let's go ahead and of course uh, go ahead and of course we got an update here, so I'll go ahead and start making a uh, I'll go ahead and make make the uh, make the um, updates here. <sighs> okay. So, mm -hmm. I'm back. Okay. And JD, like I said before, I did respond to your message. I will add him on here momentarily. Okay. Uh, he's a he's a good guy. He's a real good guy. He's he, he's a good friend of myself, and uh, he'll he, you'll like him. He's from California. Big time fan. Huge fan. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. And so far, ladies and gentlemen, I can officially note that right now there is a three-way tie going on between John, Michelle, and Ann right now because of War Raiders winning the tag team championships just now. And of course, like I said, it's still pretty early here, folks. So we'll keep everybody informed. We'll keep everybody informed about what happens here. But uh, I will go ahead and let go ahead and let you know right now we have the match going on between Cassie Ono and Matt Riddle. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, these six folks right here, the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, the Black Widow, the Heartbreak Kid, the Empress, and Mr. Hulkamania, like I said, are going to be guaranteed to go home with at least one belt here tonight. But like I said, the belt's up for grabs here, ladies and gentlemen. I will I will go ahead and tell you all the following. The two singles belts. Oh, Cassius is getting manhandled here early in the going by the Broski, Matt Riddle, and Matt will send this quickly, apparently. The first belt up, the first singles belt up for grabs is the, is the WWF US Smoking Skull Championship, and the other singles belt, I do believe I said yes, was the Hardy Boys Fans Extreme Heavyweight Championship, and the two tag belts up for grabs here, folks, are the W or the new WCW US Raw Tag Team Championships and the WCW US SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So, like I said, somebody will go home with with at least one tag belt. Or a singles belt here. So, but there are six belts here. So there we have six people. So we're going to we're, we are going to have we're going to have a unique one here indeed here, folks. So we'll keep everybody apprised as to what we'll keep everybody apprised as to what does what as to what take takes place. <clears throat> In the meantime, here. Uh, okay. Uh, Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if we can't uh I got my uh, NXT cap on. So you can yeah. Okay, okay. Well Okay, I'll have to Okay, I'll have to I'll add them on here a little bit later on here. I'll have to do it on my computer, but right now my video is going on. So I'll I will add them on here momentarily. But uh, 
if he asks, just tell him, like I said, I will take care of that. In the meantime here, let's bring you a few little wrestling news tidbits here before we get underway here while we're keeping up with the NXT TakeOver show on some uh, interesting other points and other stories. There are not that, that has nothing to do with NXT TakeOver here, folks. That's what we're going to keep it at. Like I said, even if we have to do just like two or three, we'll, we'll just do two or three right here. Okay. See right here. Uh, this is an interesting one. We thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here on the radio network each and every day during the week, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, <clears throat> Outside the Ropes, and our promos and others. Joseph Lee brings us our first story tonight. <clears throat> As Jack Swagger says he's looking to trademark his wrestling name. Very interesting. In an interview with, with Sporting News, Jake, Jake, Jake Hager says that he's planning to trademark his Jack Swagger wrestling name as WWE does not have it trademarked. Here are some highlights. On the negative response to his MMA debut, he says, I definitely understand the negative responses. Some people work their entire lives to become a professional fighter and see certain guys with exposure or just a name hop into the professional ranks. It can rub people the wrong way and have them very doubtful of your skills because they see firsthand the hard work and how many years it takes to master this. I wasn't too surprised with the positive reaction because I know I have a lot of I have I have I know I have a good fan base. I think a lot of people do want to see what I have and have been saying it for some time now. On trademarking the Jack Swagger name, uh, he says, I still have a very good relationship with WWE. That's why they are allowing our truth to perform my entrance on Saturday. I I thought that was a very good sign from them. It's a little bit of writing on the wall from them. As far as the Jack Swagger name, they do not have a trademark. I'm in process of having of, of trademarking the name. I know there's a singer who has it trademarked for musical performances, but this isn't music. I think I have a good chance of owning it down the line. I won't have the name for this fight, but hopefully by the second fight, it will be Jack Swagger. On being compared to Brock Lesnar, he says, no, I'm tired of that comparison. I look at it this way. Everybody has questions. Everybody wants to identify me as a fighter in a certain way. On Saturday, I'm going to answer all those questions. We're going to see from the show who who I am. The questions do get tiresome at times, but it's part of the game. If people want to compare me to Brock Lesnar, there's worse people to compare me to. Uh, JD, any thoughts on, of course, uh, Jack Swagger here, going, possibly going to trademark his name? And also being tired of being compared to Brock Lesnar. I think he, I mean, he has a reason to state his opinion, you know. I mean, what he said, however. But the thing is, though, whatever he decides, however, we wish him the best of luck, however, no doubt about it. But hopefully it's a good, I mean, hopefully he is very successful. But I can understand why he's tired of hearing about the Jack Swagger or Brock Lesnar comparisons, however. It just doesn't seem Oh, and we're almost one with a back German suplex into a bridge, however. I can tell you right now, but... He came through almost with a win there. Uh, but as I was saying, uh, uh, I wish him the best of luck, however. I mean, hopefully it'll be a very big, successful run for him. We'll see what happens. But before we continue on, however, uh, I do have some sad news to report tonight here. Apparently there was a serious wreck here in Pittsburgh tonight in the Parkway. Two people were struck and thrown from the Parkway East, and now I-376 in the Parkway East, however. It is still shut down as of now, however, and it will be closed maybe for a good while longer. 
as a very serious car wreck happened earlier just a couple hours ago. And our thoughts and prayers are with these friends and family of these people. How are, it was a very serious accident tonight. Oh my yes, yes, and they will say. In fact, in, close sec- in fact, and if you're in the Pittsburgh area, people, uh, a quick reminder: I-376 has been closed from the Fort Pitt Bridge in downtown to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also, is closed Second Avenue from Bray Street to the 10th Street Bridge. They said they, the person tweeted out involved people were struck and thrown over the side of the Parkway on the 2nd Avenue below. Thank you very much, JD, for that update. Appreciate that. Joseph Lee brings us this next story right here. Some WWE news right here. Apparently, Paige is interested in becoming a manager. Plus, Ty Dillinger changes his look. Oh, almost Baron got the Corbin win. He, going into tonight, however, he is 0-4 lifetime in takeovers. He almost got his first win finally over the Broski Mavro. He came damn close with a standing moonsault and a good moonsault. He got some hang time on it. He almost got it. But he's somehow Matt Riddle, the Broski, still, and it's been a good match so far between him and Riddle thus far. Thank you very much, JD. And also Baron Corbin on holding talent back. Excuse me for just one second. Who, Baron <laughs> Corbin? Yeah, that's what I say to that too. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that too. Yeah, that well, that as well. But here, here, here's the other stories that came before this, before that one. Paige recently spoke with Sky Sports where she revealed that she would be interested in a managerial role in WWE. She said the following, either either that or either or I'm happy. I just like to talk a lot on the microphone. I don't know if I'm any good at it, but I'll give it a good old-fashioned try. I love being general manager. It was a surprise to me, but it evolves. WWE evolves all the time, and things change, and you just have to deal with it. I'm happy with the time that I had there. I had fun. Um, let's see. Sky Sports also spoke with Baron Corbin on getting the top spot and keeping others from it. He said this. That JD, you're going to probably it'd be, it'd be probably going to have a giggle over listening to what he had to say right here. All right. He said this. I think it's amazing. I think anytime you look at a product and you go, okay, what can we do to make it better? It puts a chip on all the guys' shoulders that you have been doing it because you're going, okay, we weren't doing enough. So how do we step up our game? How do we bring it to the next level? I think that there's a bunch of open roles, in a sense, on Raw where guys need to step up and fill some spots. We have Roman Reigns out, and Braun Strowman's been out with an injury. <clears throat> there are there are these spots that need filling by superstars, and I'm going to do everything I can to fill that top spot and keep the other guys out of it. But I want them to have the same mentality because it just makes everything better. Oh, wait whole. a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. He might have not. We're going to get a decision here. I think Riddle won my knockout here. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, Matt Riddle won by knockout, apparently. He knocked out. He was doing his doing like UFC, and he started ground and pound on uh, Ono. So Ono's losing streak continues in takeovers. Apparently, the ref stopped the match. So Matt Riddle, the pro scheme, keeps his – Matt Riddle wins by – Referee stoppage and he pulls off the win. So apparently, how I don't, Ono did not tap, but apparently, I guess he went to ground and pound, however, and he started doing fist, however, bringing fist on him. And they finally said he started coming down on him and got a few shots in. I guess, he, yeah, he had him in like a variation of a chokehold. He back suplexed him. He's like he didn't break his Ono's neck when he did it. 
and snapped it like in a back suplex, and then he started using his elbows with elbow strikes hard to his left side of his head, and he started pounding him, ground and pounding, and finally the ref called for the bell, and that was it. So Matt Riddle, the broski, keeps it going. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, as I did say before, Michelle, JD, and John did choose Matt Riddle to win this match. So now as it stands right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's like this. John and Michelle are tied at two, two points apiece. JD and Ann are tied at one point. Bonzi and Bobby have yet to score. So that's what we have. Okay, stop. Oh, JD. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> You guys look at the points. You're getting okay. the points soon, guys. You, you still got three more matches, guys. There's still time. Absolutely. There's there's three more to go here, so we got plenty of opportunities. But I'll tell you, you have got to watch the – if you get a chance, I'll, in fact, you know, I'm going to send it to you right now. I'm going to send you the War Raiders entrance that came in to take our – this was pretty cool to, they, how they started it out. It was really cool. It was like something out of a movie almost. Hold on. I'll send it to you right now. I'll send it to you. Here we go. All right. I just send it to you now. You should be getting on your wall here in a minute. Okay, and I'll check it out this year in a little bit. Thank you, dear JD. And also, Ty Dillinger recently changed up his look. According to a picture yeah, I here saw his look. It looks really badass. I mean, this is the new and improved Perfect 10, shall we say. They said he could uh, show up tomorrow night, however, mind you. The yeah, the rest of the match due to strikes. Yeah, that was it. Yep. The Perfect 10 meets the Decent 14, according to Cody Decker's Twitter account, at Decker6. At WWE Dillinger, at WWE, at D-backs, hashtag speak WWE, was sent at 2.53 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, uh, Ty Dillinger's real name, Ronnie Arnell, that's why I can pronounce that name. I apologize if I mispronounce it. Uh, Said this at 10.20 at 9 a.m. this morning. He simply said this, I look good. (laughs) He does look good, but did you hear about what Daniel Bryan said against Henry Cueto? That story is on here, too. Let me pull it up. And I'll... Yeah, this is an interesting story that opened up. Yeah, let me, let me, get, let me, let me get it going here. And, uh, but as far as, uh, like uh, I said, as far as Ty Dillinger goes, there has been talk, however, he could, uh, like I said, however, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, we definitely, however, like I said, however, we definitely think, however, wait a minute. Someone is in the limo. Who is it? What the? Oh, the Velveteen Dream has arrived. Oh, my goodness. A very big time surprise here, folks. Velveteen Dream is back in NXT. He said he wasn't going to be there, but he's got two ladies with him. And next Saturday night, WWE presents Worlds Collide at 8 p.m. 205 NXT in the NXT UK only on the WWE Network at 8 p.m. on Groundhog's Day next Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl, when you will see a super collision here at Worlds Collide. Hmm, very Okay, I found that story. Let me go ahead and read that. Okay, oh. And we'll keep, we'll keep everybody apprised on that when we have it. Okay. All right, here, let's see. No, that's not what I'm won't you pull up the story so I can read this? Uh-oh. Ricochet uh, and Johnny Gargano is next. Here we go. The North American, American titles number next. Gargano, this that, is your night. Okay. And let's go ahead and read down what, what everybody has chosen here. Michelle, JD, Ann, and Bobby have picked in Johnny Gargano to win it. 
John and Fonzie have chosen Ricochet to retain. So there you have it there. Let's see, let's see what happens. Here's that story JD was talking about from Joseph Lee tonight. Daniel Bryan threatens to drop weight and KO Henry. What'd you say his name's last name was pronounced? I can't remember something in USC. I can't remember. Sejudo, Sejudo, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four Eleven Mania previously reported Daniel Bryan wasn't happy with the fact that Henry Kajudo is trying to date his sister-in-law Nikki Bella. He said in a prior interview, "There's a lot of people who want to think that they're the best, lots of them. But guess what? A single one of those people are Daniel Bryan. There's a lot of people that go around and they hold championship titles, and they think they're so tough, and they think they're this, and they think they're that. None of them are Daniel Bryan, Henry Cueto. That's why I want to pronounce it." Uh, a Valley resident who just defended his UFC title last Saturday wants to go out on a date with my sister-in-law. Guess what, Henry Cueto? You're not the man that Daniel Bryan is. You fight Daniel Bryan, you go down every time. That's why I'm the best. Henry Cueto ended up responding to Bryan with a Twitter post. He wrote the following. Let's <clears throat> uh, say it was sent at 1.20 a.m. this morning. He said, at WWE Daniel Bryan, there's enough room in the Valley for a king and a prince. As prince, you should know your role and make sure you pour you, you pour my Bella some Radici wine to the rim. P.S. Don't get too attached to that at WWE belt. I am on a bit of a roll myself at UFC, at ESPN MMA, at Ariel Hilwani. That, that, I don't know which, uh, who actually sent out this tweet right here. Uh, apparently, she's saying Daniel Bryan now calling out Henry Cueto after the week Cueto was having. I think it's fair to say that Bryan doesn't want none of that smoke from the Olympic gold medalist. And flyweight savior. So, what do you think, JD? Your story here. What do you think? This is going to be interesting because Daniel Bryan is definitely not holding back punches and not playing the character here. This sounds like he's a jealous, and it sounds like he's watching out for Bree or Nicole, however, in a way, however. But the thing is, Nicole's not involved with anyone since the whole Cena breakup. I can understand he's being protective of her and watching out for his wife's sister and everything like that. But you know what, however, the thing is, though, he should mind his own business and stay out of this. Because if he doesn't, however, he could be in for a world of trouble. And if he wants to fight, however, this guy and this guy wants to accept, could we see this as a match at WrestleMania or down the road in some type of uh, Raw, maybe possibly a SmackDown, like a SmackDown or, or like I said, a pay-per-view, like a like a one of the minor paper, like a big paper, like a mania, or maybe a smaller paper, like a fast lane or elimination chamber. We really don't know. Maybe there was just some tension between the two of them. Maybe it got blown out of proportion, but it doesn't seem like it. I think Henry definitely had a chance to tell Daniel Bryan what he thought of, and Daniel Bryan voiced his own opinion. Like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see how this feud is going to continue between the two of them, however. Absolutely. This next story, speaking of Daniel Bryan, here's a couple of Here's a couple more, some more WWE news from Joseph Lee right And here. now, the North American Championship match. And here comes Rico Che. Nope. First, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling comes to the ring. Hmm. WWE news right here. Daniel Bryan thinks the British Bulldogs should go into the WWE Hall of Fame. And a baseball player eats a Royal Rumble burger. <laughs> yeah, he's not happy about this. He he says this is 
again, him being in character, but yeah, I did hear about the Bulldog thing, however, and I heard another person who's heading up trying to help out with the Bulldog Hall of Fame nominee, one person, my good friend Michael Feeney from the UK, who he tried to recruit, and he's trying to get to sign a petition for putting the Bulldog in the Hall of Fame. An old friend of ours, the masterpiece, Chris Masters, maybe. Well, Daniel Bryan, he said Bulldogs. Oh, Bulldogs. Yeah, they could. If, if Demolition doesn't go in, I could see the Bulldogs or something like that go in this year. It's a possibility. Or Owen Vader, like we said, or something like that. Some tag team's going to go in. We just don't know what. Daniel Bryan spoke with Sky Sports ahead of the Royal Rumble and said that he thinks the British Bulldogs should go in the WWE Hall of Fame. He also turned on the heel persona a bit and said he couldn't change things in WWE from within. He said, that's an interesting question to me. Yes, I don't know as a tag team or ever as an individual. David Boy Smith, one of the highlights of my fathom was summer 92 when David Boy Smith beat Bret Hart. Me, when I and here comes the ricochet to the ring, the North American champion and his entrance, which is pretty damn cool. Me, when I, and of course, he was named the breakout star of the year earlier tonight by the guys. To me, when I thought as a great player, Ricky Steamboat, and I thought very hard versus David Boy Smith, my opinion, yes, but I don't make those calls. I'm just a WWE champion, just going out there, finding people, making changes to the world every day. I don't choose who's in the Hall of Fame. No, I I want to be part of the bureaucracy. So here's the thing. A lot of people think that they could make changes from within, but that all all that but all that happens is being within change is being within changes you. That's what that what that's what happened. That's what I realized as the GM when I came back. Okay, yeah, I'm still the old Daniel Bryan. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I made the fans happy. Got to do, do this. Got to do that. Give you, uh, just real quick, just to give you an update on time. Sorry, again, I know I keep cutting you off, and I don't mean to, but we got times. The first match went 17 minutes. The last match, nine minutes, 17 seconds. So Black and Chopper will be your main event. It's gonna be Shane and Bianca after this, however, as our semi-main event. This one I think is going to go about 2025. I think Gargano and Ricochet, 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 whatever you want to call them. This, and I told you, I said this all along. This was going to be the show-stealing match of the night. This is going to be my show-stealer here. I think this is going to be a really, really good battle with these two. Mm -hmm. Thank you there. Thank you there, J.D. No, man, that's a waste of my time. That's a waste of all you guys' time. Let's play setting everybody. Let's be a part of the system. No, systems need to come down. And let's see here. Uh, Cody Decker, as we just mentioned a little while ago, posted their social media showing him attempting to eat the Royal Rumble burger. And said that at 12.21 p.m. Uh, yesterday in Phoenix, uh, we're really doing it, Harry. And, and, and Cody Decker actually posted another picture. He actually had most of it eight. I survived so far. And <laughs> And also at 4.13 p.m. yesterday, he says, uh, uh, Chase Fields sent out a tweet saying, we got at Decker 6 as our at WWE special correspondent this weekend. First up, he becomes the person to tackle the hashtag Royal Rumble Burger and gives it his next review. P.S. We, we will also be making a donation to our good friends at Phoenix Children's Hospital. So kudos, kudos to that right there. Yes, that's Yes, that's good to see. That's very good. What what was it again about? He uh, gave the benefits. To, you said he gave the benefits to Phoenix uh, General the Hospital. What was it again? 
cycle. Well, well, I think I, th- I think Chase Field is was sent out the tweet. I think they're the ones making the contribution to the children's hospital. Oh, they're making. Oh, they're making the contribution. Well, still, that's good. That's good to see. That is real good to see. Okay, absolutely. So, yes, and of course, like I said Cody Decker is 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 WWE's a special correspondent from the WWE. Why uh, wasn't I there? Going. Damn it! They didn't call me this year. And also, he sends out another one. Sent another one at 11 p.m. last night. Cody Decker did and said, "Great day at at Chase Field and hashtag WWE Access." Now maybe I should have dinner. All I've eaten today was a Royal Rumble burger. Thank you for for joining me on this. You guys earned this mega force. Uh, he actually set, sent out a, a GIF, a, mega, a Megaforce GIF, hashtag Barry Bostwick for life. Okay. Hashtag I, <laughs> ate, the th- I ate the whole thing. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, what's your take on Daniel Bryan, you know, talking about getting the British Bulldogs or possibly just David Boyd Smith in the Hall of Fame? What's your take about it? You ran about it. You know, again, Daniel Bryan is interjecting himself quite a bit this weekend from uh, the whole thing with Brie Bella, however, Nikki, however, to Nikki's new uh, beau, if you will, ever since John Cena left her, however, she broke up with Cena, however, I mean, it just seems like he can't keep his nose out of everything. He gets it all nice rollover, nice moves here, guys. But, I mean, he's trying to do anything he can just to protect, the, I mean, his sister's, uh, his sister, his, uh, his two, uh, his wife and his wife's sister. I mean, I understand that he's being protective, but at the end of the day, you don't have to be overly protective. I mean, she's not involved with Cena anymore. I know you were good friends with Cena and still are good friends with Cena, Daniel, but at the end of the day, just, oh, that was beautiful. Like, sorry, I'm just, the, the, these moves that these two are doing, like flips and cartwheels and handsprings, I mean, this has been a good start so far with these two. This is what we came to see. Good start with these two guys. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying. Um, yes, I understand he's being protective. Yes, I know he wants to watch out for Bree. At the end of the day, however, he better worry about himself. He's got a big fight to deal with, however, in the form of AJ tomorrow. And as far as him uh, doing the whole thing with the Bulldogs, however, yes, I think the Bulldogs should go in at some point. Will it be this year? Will it be another team like, say, the, uh, the Midnight Express? Will it be someone like... Owen Invader will be Yoko Invader. We don't know the tag teams that are uh, being considered yet, but those are some names you could throw out there. Again, other teams are like Harlem Heat, the Outsiders. I mean, we know the Royal Wars and the Horsemen have gone in. The Rock and Roll went in last, I think it was just just this last year. So the Midnight Express could go in this year. The Outsiders could go in. Booker T and, like I said, Stevie Ray. Uh, We could see uh, the triple threat of uh, Malenko, Guerrero possibly go in. Um, we'll have to wait and see, I mean, what team go, tag team goes in. But uh, there's some good things he said. There's some things that he said that are just a little out of bounds. Oh, nice okay. hand spring ricochet. Nice moves. And Gargano's trying to throw off his game. Like I said, this has been a very fast-paced match early in the going. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, he almost flipped, uh, did a four-flip. Hand springs. Oh, he did a standing, went right up the apron and did a standing moonsault. Unbelievable. Nice move. Absolutely. He was like Spider-Man when he did it. It was incredible. Do we have anyone else besides you and me? Uh, it's just us. Uh, okay. Ann was trying to get on the live video thing for some I reason. Tried, I messaged Roy to come on. I thought he would want to swing on. I haven't heard from MLD yet. Hopefully she's doing okay and hanging in there. 
Absolutely. So I hope, like I said, too, as well, I apologize for, like I said, the uh, the unexpected delay here, but uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll be uh, we'll be able to get things back on track here with that here really soon. In the meantime, here, folks, let's go ahead and give you the phone number, 1-605-562-0444, call ID 141-364-POUND. Episode 140 of WWUS Power Hour. This is Saturday, January 26, 2019. Mr. WWUS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, Jerry Geronimo, here with you here tonight. <clears throat> also, just to, also, just to let, you, let everybody, oh, let everybody because know. Because he got stunned on the apron. He dropped down, and Ricochet hit the ape turnbuckle. Let me see this again. He tried to do a hurricane run. Let's see here. Yeah, he got out and face first went to Ricochet. How he tried to hurricane run uh gargano and gargano took his legs out from underneath him and kind of made him drop face first and now gargano is going back to work on the north american champion thank you there jd of course don't forget tomorrow afternoon ladies and gentlemen at five o'clock uh one three eight zero five five pounds special edition of revolution will be our prediction show for the for, for the royal rumble 2019. sad to say and i hate to say it i will not be there however because of uh like i said the pre-show starts at five however but i will tell you this though however that tonight on the network for you network fans if you're interested however they will have a very special hour-long chronicle story of Paige. in in essence and talk about Paige's life the past in her career however like sort of like a chronicle story it's i've seen the trail for it or i saw it after I got off the phone to you guys last night on Revolution, however, and I was up till about after midnight, about 12:30 this morning, I watched it right after I got off the phone with you guys. I watched it twice, the trailer. And I'll tell you what, however, for the Chronicle, if you thought that Dean Ambrose and Becky Lynch's were good, stories were good, this one might be really good. Oh, standing moonsault! No, he tried to do a standing moonsault, but Gargano knew it was coming. He got right to the lower leg, did Gargano. But yeah, and speaking of Paige, that new movie will be coming out soon. Wrestling with my family in just a few weeks, folks, and I plan on seeing it. Hopefully it plays at my theater near me, and if not, I'll find a place to see it as it. And I will definitely go see it and give you guys a review. Well, thank you very much, Mr. D.D. Our special edition, like I said, Revolution, tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock, 138055-pound. Of course, our prediction show for the Royal Rumble. Our thoughts and opinions about what will take place at the Rumble tomorrow, tomorrow evening. And, of course... <clears throat> Um, and of course, anything else, any other news that pops up here, of course, pertaining to the Rumble, we'll definitely bring that. We'll bring that here to you. So join us this, join us tomorrow at five o'clock, one three eight zero five five pound for Revol- for the special edition of Revolution. But uh, video feed will be coming to us on WWUS News Channel. Be sure to join us here for that uh, tomorrow afternoon. In the meantime, here uh, while we, of course, uh, JD is keeping our eyes open on the North American Championship matchup tonight. Between Ricochet and Johnny Gargano, we'll do a quick review, of course, of what is taking place this week here in the radio network. Uh, uh, let's see here. Um, I'll go. I'll go bit by bit. Uh, JD, uh, a small, quick review as to what happened on Raw Radio this past Monday. This week we talked about Takeo. We talked about Tower of the Rumble. We also talked about what was a very interesting playoff weekend, if you will, and with the Super Bowl just around the corner. However. We're definitely going to have a lot to talk about this Monday with TakeOver and the Rumble aftermath from Phoenix. Plus, we'll give you our Raw Reigns and predictions. Plus, we will tell you about what will be going on, however, following the Raw Rumble, however, like I said, however, like I said, as we have three weeks to go to the Elimination Chamber, however. So, folks, get ready. Monday, TakeOver, Phoenix, the Rumble, Raw, 
from Phoenix. Also at the Talking Stick Resort Arena, which is where SmackDown will be held this Tuesday. And then, like I said, Chase Field. Oh, standing moots all right on the Cargo's back, but Ricochet hurt himself doing it. But like I said, folks, get ready. This Monday is going to be a war, like you wouldn't believe. We're definitely going to raise the bar. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Thank you very much, there, JD. Uh, we'll now go to Tuesday here. Uh, JD, uh, wrestling revisited. Any thoughts about what took place this past Tuesday night? Tuesday revisited was pretty darn good. However, we did talk a little bit about, uh, like I said, we definitely uh, we had a little fun. However, with NXT Takeover Philadelphia from last year, a year ago at this time tonight, we saw Takeover in Philly. However, hit the city of brotherly love. And cracked the Liberty Bell, no pun intended. Definitely had some cracks in it. We saw a brutal Extreme Rules match with Adam Cole and Alistair Black, who, of course, later on tonight will take on the Sicilian stretcher, the man formerly of DIY, Tommaso Chiappa. And then, of course, who could forget the match of the year last year? Johnny Gargano, the Rocky Balboa of the NXT Universe, how as I call him, however, in probably one of the biggest, if not one of the most hellacious battles of the year against Andrea Cianalmas in Salina Vega, simply now known as Andrea. But those guys tore it down in Philadelphia. Like I said, so far tonight, however, Rico Chedhauer is holding his own against Gargano. Gargano's having a tough time right now against the North American champion as uh, Rico is looking pretty good here and. Right now, Gargano's got to get something going here. Otherwise, you're going to see Ricochet retain here. Oh, what a move that was. He came into a suplex. He suplexed him, and they flipped him over into a Canadian Exploder, came backwards, and tried to bridge it. just like like a monkey flip half backwards. But like I said, Gargano's still fighting hard here, folks. But like I say, Ricochet's taking advantage here so far. Thank you, there, J.D. First Revolution, we talked about the raw results. As well as, of course, news and views, history and birthdays. Uh, and of course, more on, of course, talking about this past weekend. Our live video feed was from Impact US um, Six Sided Phenom. We do thank them for that. This past Wednesday, uh, oh, you forgot sorry. one other thing. That, 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 but that, 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 was that was Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to talk about Wednesday right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I know JD. What JD's talking about here, folks? Don't, don't he's hey, he was very excited about this moment. I'm going to talk about here momentarily. So actually, me. you were because I was the one who got it for you. I got you guys into this actually. Yes, you did okay. I like the oh, US out. for the Gargano lock, like a cross face. Got because trapped. He's pulling back. No tap yet though. Good. Thank you, there. Thank you, there, JD. Uh, of course, outside the ropes, we did talk about the latest, uh, of course, pop culture news and views making the rounds, including, of course, what's been going on in sports and the box office report. Also, of course, we had some fun with some family feud surveys and a couple of other little tidbits as well. <clears throat> Next up, of course, was wrestling debate. Uh, JD, what was what, what was on hand for wrestling debate this past Wednesday night? Well, this week on debate, we definitely weighed in on. Considering we talked about a certain anniversary, however, of one particular wrestler who 35 years ago pulled off the upset of the, well, in his second run, shall we say, that started it all, however. It began originally in the AWA and then it crossed over in the WWF, however, in front of 20,000 people against the man he defeated, of course, who had one month before won the title from the six-year champion of the All-American American Five. Oh, what a side hard wheel backflip by the Ricochet. 
And as I said, folks, however, this was amazing. However, like I said, however, that we saw this happen. He defeated the man, of course, Bob Backlund, of course, lost the title to this man known as everyone's favorite stupid Sabroni, the Iron Sheik, however, if you will. And then, of course, Hulkamania took off into the stratosphere, as we know it. And I'll be right back to continue this. So, look, folks, there you have it there. Of course, with wrestling debate here this past Wednesday night. And now, ladies and gentlemen, what JD was talking about this a few moments ago. We had a very unique evening, of course, on Revolution this past Wednesday night. We did get in a couple of uh, thoughts and opinions about what happened on SmackDown this past Tuesday night. And also, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays. But, ladies and gentlemen, we had a very unique treat. And I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, for bringing this to our attention. We had, of course, here with us uh, this past Wednesday night, an old friend, of course, and one of the people, of course, that was an inspiration for me to create the WWS Radio Network here, of course, along. Of course, as you know, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith is, of course, of course, of course, one of those guys behind it. But, of course, I, another man that was really an inspiration for me to do this was, of course, the JML Experience. Of course, as you know, of course, he, he and Gerard had a, had a show known as The Brew, a long time ago, and I was invited to come on and be a part of this after befriending so many, so many of these great folks. And then, lo and behold, like after the brew kind of probably went on hiatus for a little bit, I was looking, of course, after not too long after I created WCWS on Facebook, I was looking at, of course, other shows and looking at this website right here, talkshoot.com, saying, okay, maybe we can do a little something here with this as well. So we just simply decided just to do a, just to do a, of course, a, a, uh, a wrestling show, which of course would start out as a revolution, of course, that is what started it all. And then, of course, lo and behold, of course, you know, now, now you know, like I said, coming up here on four years in May, it will be, of course, uh, like I said, a wild ride here. That is, of course, the WWS Radio Network as well. And Jane Mill, like I said, is one of those men that was like I said, kind of behind, kind of behind the, behind their, behind the scenes there, along with Gerard as well. Course, was part of the all all star team that was part of episode number 29, the night that we said goodbye to WWE Hall of Famer Rowdy Roddy Piper, which was a very big time uh, event there as well. So, but I do thank uh, but Jane Mail, of course, like I said, we we if you listen tonight here, my friend, we love to have you back on here. Of course, I think he's got a show coming up here, coming on here really soon, and we'll hope that we'll hope to get, get some information on that. And we'll help him put the word out about that here. Of course, I'm sure he talks about us as well. So we can't wait to hear what he has to say. <clears throat> we can't we can't wait to hear what he has to say. Um, of course, coming up here in the near future, we do thank him for uh, for um, <clears throat> we do like I said we do thank him for of course coming up and uh, um, and uh, coming on being a part of Revolution this past Wednesday night. This past Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, NWO Wolfpack, of course, uh, we did get in, of course, our news and views and history and birthdays, but we also did get in a few predictions for both NXT TakeOver and also, um, and also, of course, um, uh, the Royal Rumble as well. <clears throat> and, of course, we did a few, we did a couple of fun things here as well. So that was that was that was Wolf Pack this past um, this past Thursday and last night on Revolution of course finally not. I'll tell you something about tomorrow if you remember. Don't really know, but 
I said, he'll probably say something to you and me about it tomorrow. But I said, he only talked for a couple minutes because he was busy working. But he just said something. That's uh, so oh, okay. that, that was JD in the background. But in the meantime, here, folks, uh, okay. last night's revolution, from everyone here as well. And, uh, and of course, edition of News and Views and History and Birthdays. And, uh, oh, this past Thursday on Wolfpack, we did have, of oh, course, the main man, King W.O.D.R.T. Smith, pop on as well. Forgot to mention that. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. I'll do one thing, GTS, of course, as well. Coming on, you know that. And we just and send that, you this Oh my God! He flew right over the rope and hit Gargano. He didn't even touch the rope. And he, and of course he, of course, like I said, the top shot including the first Royal Rumble, and also the NXT Takeover show, which is going on right now. And also, of course, of course, especially as you know, he is our main man uh, when it comes to all elite, all elite wrestling, AEW, AWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. And of course, he posts up about it every so often. And if we did ask a few questions oh, here and there, he, he has given us some info on some of what we have heard thus far. Um, and of course, we we, we have been yeah. thankful. Then, for yeah. right. We've been and thankful. Then Al for tells me out of the blue, however, then he goes on. Oh, he almost beat Gargano right there, retained the belt. He said. But. Uh, in the long run here, folks, like I said this past week was a very sweet week. He So we are, like I said, the week's not over yet. Here, folks, but that was the majority of all this weekend radio. Just a few seconds. Oh, there you go. Have everything. Yep. Like and of course, nope. and of course, one four one three six four pound, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Saturday, January twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. We're meeting here by house two two thirty, and then we're going. I'll order the pizza three, and we'll go pick it up then. All right. Episode 140 of those of you as Power Hour, of course, coming up, coming up here on, uh, on yeah, right yeah. now as we speak. Of, what do you want on it? Just message me and let me know what you want. I'm going to put a map on the way. This episode of U.S. Chat Hinshaw and also the Iceman. Yeah, that works. Oh, he spiked them! Yeah, what time, Miles? Apparently right now, ladies and gentlemen, the last two matches, as you know, like yeah. I said, the tag team titles, the War Raiders are the new tag, NXT tag team champions. And also Matt Riddle and did I defeat Cassius Ono in that match right now. I don't know the spoke about He's telling me, like I said, I didn't want to hear about the right point now. either. You're right. Things tell me, oh, I said, you've been paying for everything. And where's Tina been involved in this whole thing? Oh, they're still trying to get their house. Sorry about that, folks. Like I said, we'll get JD back on here in just a couple moments. <laughs> uh, but uh, right now, uh, of course, the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, the Black Widow, Heartbreak Kid, the Empress, and Mr. Hulkamania, of course, taking part in this. So far out of the two matches here, I can't go ahead and tell you that right now we are have a, we have a two-way tie for first place right now between John and Michelle. And also, we have, a, we, have, we have another tie here for second place between JD and Ann with one point apiece. Fonzie and Bobby have yet to score. But like I said, we will keep everybody informed. We'll keep everybody informed of this. There are still plenty of matches here to go. 
And also, of course, <clears throat> keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the WWF US Smoking Skull Championship, the Hardy Boy Hardy Boys Fans Extreme Heavyweight Championship, and the WWS Raw Tag Team Championships and the WWS SmackDown Tag Team Championships are up for grabs here. Of course, like I said, that's a total of six belts. So, like I said, everybody is going to be going home with either a singles or tag title belt tonight. So there's no, there's not going to be any losers in this here, ladies and gentlemen. No losers at all whatsoever. So we'll definitely be keeping our eyes open on that. Let's see. Let's, let's check with JD now. Let's see if we got. Okay, and we see here JD talking there in the background here. We'll get here uh, momentarily. And as JD did mention here earlier tonight, WWE has posted this on the WWE app. The 2018 NXT year-end awards were presented on the, on the Takeover Phoenix pre-show. And here are the and, and as voted by the NXT universe, this year's winners are the following. I'll go ahead and read this off right now. The overall competitor of the year award went to Kari Singh. Rivalry of the year was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Male competitor of the year was Breakout star, star of the year was Ricochet. Of course, as you know, he's currently defending yeah, more than more than I'll, I'll, I'll wait till you guys get here and call an order again. And then the service will go. And then in wings. Uh, Miles? Female competitor of the year was Kari Singh. Match of the year was Andre Spinoff. Okay, NXT title match from TakeOver yeah, Philadelphia. She, I just talked. She was over here a couple hours ago. <laughs> Earlier this afternoon, yeah, she told me she saw you. We were talking, yeah. In fact, we're, but like I said, sorry about that, folks. Uh, tag team of the year went to the Undisputed Era. Future star of NXT award went to Iro Shirai, and takeover of the year went to Takeover in New Orleans. So, uh, very, very prestigious awards, and congratulations to all involved here. Of course, uh, a lot of those competitors are are still in NXT. One or two, I think, are now in on the main roster in WWE. But congratulations to all involved here. Hopefully, they'll be able to break out and pop up on the main roster in WWE, in WWE really, really soon. And JD, are you back with us, sir? And I don't think he's back here with us yet. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you some updates here. There's no room over there, and he has to have the get-along game there, and he can't tell Christmas to stop, and he can't take care of Christmas. That's his fucking problem. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Later. And, J.D., do we have you back on? And I don't think we're we have them back yet here. So, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, as as far as we know, right now the North American Championship match is still continuing. I'm back. Okay, JD, uh, status of the North American title match, please. This has been a hellacious battle. This has gone past, I think, 2025. 20, this is the I told you this was going to be the show stealer, and it has been a show stealer. Back and forth, Gargano's been trying to put Chiapo or Ricochet away. Ricochet's been trying to put Gargano away. I mean, each of them is taking the best shots. He just spiked them. He might have it here. He he just knocked him out with the DDT as he swung up on the rope. Let's see. Johnny Gargano has done it. He is the North American champion. What a match okay, this was. 
If you thought the tag team match was good, this was right up there. This was a hell of a war. This was, I'd say, at least 20, 25 minutes long, if not 30. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So now, as I said before, the North American title match. Michelle, J.D., Ann, and Bobby. Let me go ahead and mark that down. Michelle, J.D., Ann, and Bobby predicted Gargano to win. So, ladies and gentlemen, as it stands right now, in our point standings, Michelle is leading with three. JD, John, and Ann, JD, John, and Ann, a three-way tie for for with two points. Bobby has one point, and Fonzie is still yet to score. So he's having a tough time tonight picking, but I, he's he's still got two matches to go. Yes, but yeah, this ricochet, like I said, this ricochet Gargano match, unbelievable. I mean, those guys. I mean, they, they, if they don't, when the twenty 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 comes out, this should be up there as one of the matches of the year. I mean, this and the tag match so far have been two good matches. Incredible, like I said, Gargano tried the no escape crossface. Ricochet tried the crossface. We're going to get a time here in a few minutes here once I get this all set. And like I said, this have gone over at least twenty five minutes, if not twenty, close to thirty minutes. These guys tore it down. My good. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, as it stands right now, Michelle with three points, JD, John, and Ann with two points apiece. Bobby has. And one even my point. buddy Dean said, how are match of the year contender? No doubt about. Oh, absolutely. I would definitely agree. I definitely would agree 110%. But, uh, but like I said, right now, everybody's still going to be guaranteed a belt. Regard now, even if Fonzie does not get any scores, folks, Fonzie is still going to go home with a belt, regardless. So I will keep everybody – I will let everybody know about that. So no one's going to be a loser here. So now Gargano's the third North American champion. The reign of the Ricochet ends. We're going to get an update on the time here in just a few minutes. Hold on, we'll try to get an update here. And let's see. Gargano's heading up the ramp as we speak. And the update of time is... Hold on a second, I will tell you in mere moments, folks. Just hang on. We'll give you an update. Uh... 23 minutes, 34 seconds. So 20, close to 25 minutes. I said 20, 25 minutes would be a good battle with these two, and they did not disappoint. So Gargano ends the North American reign of Ricochet. Ricochet. Okay. Hey, the titles will switch tonight. Mm-hmm. NXT women's title and the NXT title match is still to come. Which is coming up next. Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. The undefeated Bianca Belair, that is. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one indeed. But, uh, of course, like I said, these same six... These same six folks here are going to be... Are going to be also competing in the prediction title folks, challenge. We can, for- we can tell you real quick, hold on. To let you know, when worlds collide, however... Here are your participants. Hold on to your seats. Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, K 
Keith Lee, Shane Thorne, Mark Andrews, Tyler Bay, Travis Banks, Jordan Dillon, Zach Gibson, Cedric Alexander, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, TJP, and Humberto Carrillo. These will be the tournament matches. And, folks, get ready because, like I said, however, this will air the Royal Rumble Access. This will happen at the Access. Jordan Devlin will now go on, has gone on to the semis. However, he beat Drew Gulak today. Djokovic and Keith Lee are fighting next. Humberto Costello and Velveteen Dream, followed by Adam Cole and Tyler Bate. The quarterfinals are to, of what's uh, today's date, the 26th, right? Yeah, yes. So tomorrow the quarterfinals will happen. The semis will be on uh, fr- next Saturday, as well as the final. Oh, my goodness. And here's what happened. Yeah, here's what happened earlier today. Flash Morgan Webster defeated James Drake. Jordan Devlin, however... Received a bite of the second round of feeding Adam Cole, Cedric Alexander, Djokovic, Gulak, Humberto Carrillo, Keith Lee, Mark Andrews, Shane Thorne, TJP, Tony Nese, Travis Banks, Tyler Bate, The Velveteen Dream, and Zach Gibson. Drew Gulak defeated Mark Andrews. Djokovic defeated TJP. Keith Lee defeated Travis Banks. Humberto Carrillo defeated Zach Gibson. The Velveteen Dream defeated Tony Nese. Adam Cole, baby, defeated Shane Thorne. Tyler Bate defeated Cedric Alexander. And Walter made his debut defeating Danny Birch. So, folks, like I said, the semis are tomorrow. The quarterfinal, the final third round and the fourth round will be set next Saturday night, folks, live from the Phoenix Convention Center. They will be taping that. I believe all this stuff will be taped tomorrow before the Rumble, and I believe before the Rumble. And I think the finals next Saturday are going to be either live in Phoenix, however, next Saturday night, or they're going to be taped before the Rumble. Too. And Bianca Bella, you're not going to win, honey. Shane is going to make you scream for your life and break your pretty little face and arm. My goodness. Mm. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, coming up here will be the women's title match. Like I said, J.D. said Shane Baszler defending the title against Bianca Belair. Will this be a good challenge? I mean, I think so, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh and ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, our live video feed from Power Hour Radio has abruptly ended. I'm not sure we must add a power. That's something to go on with my. That's something probably have with my computer. Um, but I, I, I apologize for that. But I'm sure we did get. I'm sure we did get in. Of course, a. Uh, <clears throat> um, we did. We did get in. Of course, a. Uh, see. JD, I guess someone did add your friend. I'm not sure who it was. I don't think I did. Uh, My friend Danny Conover? Uh, yeah, I think someone else added him on because he's not, unless. Uh, well, anyway, he's, like I said, he's a good guy. Like I said, I can vouch for him. And he, act, and he actually, uh, and he actually is, uh, um, he actually did some comments on the, on the live video, even though I was not able to see them. Unfortunately, but yeah, he, I, I told him, uh, I think it's, I, like I said, I, I told him, I mean, him and Anel, he's a good friend of mine, and he knows Anel a little bit from uh, another show we do after Raw, usually uh, called the Chris Peep show. He's from California, real good guy. I can vouch for him. Okay, okay, well, someone added him on, so I mean, so Mr. Conover, welcome, of course, and of course, like I said, we welcome you to, of course, join us. You know, come on sometime for one of our other shows on the radio network. I tried to get him on tonight, but... though. I tried to get him on tonight, but he definitely wants to join all, not just the one. He wants to definitely join all of our stuff, however, he said. He liked to yeah, check out everything. Well. That's just revolution that and everything, but he wants to join anything. Mr. Conover, and we here have comes Bianca. 
And we have over 60 pages in Heavy WS, Mr. Conover. So like I said, feel free to take your pick as to which one you want to join. If you want to join them all, we'll get you in them. So don't you worry about that. Uh, without a doubt, indeed. Yes. <sighs> Yeah, Bianca, guess what? You're not going to win. You're not going to win. You might want to scream for your life thinking with that stupid little weave dance, however. You might as well just have that pretty little uh, hair hairstyle. It's like a, like a total weave, however. I like to see Shana just rip that thing right out of its socket, literally. Oh, I mean, she's so cocky and arrogant. I mean, she thinks... Yeah, she's like a gum-chewing, lipstick-wearing... She thinks she's all that, and she with her stupid dance. Well, guess what? She's not been in the ring with someone like that is takes it to the level like Shayna. And Shayna's gonna make you scream right now, Bianca. So you better be. You're undefeated against here. I'm and here comes that. Shayna to the ring. Oh my goodness. Do you see how Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir? Nope. Could we see another title switch here? We've seen two. Yeah. My goodness, okay. And Marina well, Shafir, and I think Marina Shafir, they just showed in the front row, it looks like she might be there. So she's ready to go. And I said, like Jim JD is on fire here tonight, here folks. Um, and uh, like I said, keeping up with this here for us here, of course. And I can tell by the sound of his voice that this has been an excellent takeover show. It far. has. It's been a very, very good show so far. I gotta say, it's been very impressive. They've had two the first three matches been good so far, and now the Queen of Spades versus the undefeated Bel Air. Here we go. Oh. Here we go, folks. Here, let me uh, turn this off here. Okay, all right. There you go. Yeah, keep skipping your stupid hair there, Bianca. Go back to Knoxville. Only Rocky Top's not going to be kind to you after Bianca makes you scream. makes you scream. The Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. All right, Shayna, rip her head off and just get done with this match quickly. Don't play her game. You know what you're capable of with your UFC background. I think JD will make a good grand <laughs> And now the belt being hoisted to the air for the moment. As we have a woman official, once again. I think they started this at the last takeover, if I remember, in L.A., or maybe it was back last summer when they started bringing women officials in NXT, which is pretty cool. And now, here we go. The women's title match is underway. I think they started using it for some of the men's matches, too, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. That sounds right. Yep, yep, that sounds right. Yep, yep, yep. I heard about that, yes, so. 
but uh, we'll definitely, like I said, <coughs> this is going to get interesting here, folks. So definitely, definitely keep our keep your eyes open on this, <coughs> and don't listen to that. <laughs> this portion of NXT Takeover and the Power is brought to you by. Sprite Zero, ladies and gentlemen. Zero calories with a great Sprite taste. Be sure to pick up some uh, 20 ounce bottle or two liter bottle today. Tell Mr. WWS it's zero delicious. And by Coors Light, <laughs> born in the Rockies, Tower. No, there's no beer in this. I wish there was, but I'm just having water tonight. Coors Light, Tower. Head for the mountains. It's Coors Light time. Head for the mountains of Bush. Uh, you see those commercials for Bush where they go like, Bush. Uh, yes. I love it. Yeah. Bush. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Donna yeah. took a, is trying to take a few. She's trying to scream undefeated to Shane. Shane is not impressed with her. Shane, don't play her game. She's going to make you try playing her game. Don't go into that. Show your UFC style. Show them what you're capable of. Yeah, so far, Shayna not taking Bianca seriously, and she's just not going to... Oh, gosh, she is so freaking terrible. I mean, when you look at freaking Bianca Belair, I mean, she just... I mean, she's... It looks like she's not great at all. I'm sorry. I don't see the attraction. Uh-oh. And she climbed the rope, did a backflip, shoulder block to Shayna, and Shayna goes... She rolls Shayna to the outside, and now acting all smug. Right now. So far, Bianca is definitely having the early advantage on the women's champion. Um, what's, what's, uh, what's some interesting notables about Bianca Belair, J.D., in your opinion? Uh, her attitude is one thing I can say that is definitely unique. She, she does, Oh, she just grabbed the hair. She just whipped it right off the rope. Nice job, Shane. That's what you want to do. Take that little freaking little ponytail and just... Hit it, just yank it to the rope and take it down with her as she hit her shoulder on the rope. But I think the one thing about Bianca, it's, I mean, she's undefeated so far, uh, so she says. Uh, she definitely is has got an attitude. She's not afraid to show that she's got a very serious, she's cocky and smug in her attitude. I mean, she comes out with the word undefeated. Uh, like I said, she's from Knoxville, Tennessee, obviously. And this is the first time I've seen Bianca Belair. So I, I have seen, I mean, from what I see so far, I mean, she's a little... Smug, but she she hasn't impressed me yet. I mean, she's just got the attitude, I think, and the cockiness, however. But she's gonna. Oh, she is really hurting now. She must have done a number on her because she's trying to come back in the ring, and now she's rolling back in slowly. So Shane's going back, going to that UFC style now. Now she's gonna start using ground and pound, going on Bianca already. That's what you need to do, Shana. Make Bianca go down like that. But watch out, Bianca's gonna know you're style after a while. And now she's going to the arm. She's going to try to bend the arm. Let's see. Uh, also, hold on. I mean, I can tell you some more information on Bianca. Hold on a second. I will dig up the info here. Uh, Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. Whoops. Bianca Belair. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, she is 29 years old. She was married to one of the Street Profits, believe it or not, Kenneth Crawford, however. She uh, also was a track and field athlete at one time. She attended the University of South Carolina, went to Texas A&M, and then went to Tennessee. She was an All-SEC and All-American. 
She was a CrossFit competitor and powerlifter, believe it or not. She was a force to abandon her CrossFit career due to shifting rib syndrome. Uh, like I said, she's 5'7". Uh, like I said, she got married to Montez Ford, however, last June, however. this Yeah, last June. She got engaged to him two years before, however. Uh, she won a fatal four-way, however, against Lacey Evans, Mia Yim, and Io Shirai to get this opportunity. And uh, she defeated Nikki Cross, actually, in Nikki Cross's last match on NXT. Oh, she just yanked the arm back on uh, Bianca on that one. And she made her debut in May of two years ago. So some history there on Bianca Belair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, uh, J.D. Um, And uh, while we're also talking about Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, with, with with this news coming out, about the possibility that Ronda Rousey may at some point down the road leave WWE, would Shayna Baszler uh, be that you're next in line to kind of maybe fill in that spot of a big, I big think, name? I think, depend- well, we've talked about Ronda's issues, how that she wants to take some time off to be a mom and a wife and everything if she wants to have a baby. If they're going to bring up Shayna, they're going to probably maybe wait, I would think, maybe till after WrestleMania or around WrestleMania this year to fill that void. But you never know. There's been also talk how that Shayna could show up at the Rumble tomorrow night, though. You never know in the Women's World Rumble. Uh, I would say Shayna stays in NXT a few more months, however, and then maybe Bianca beats her. If they do a rematch with her and Shayna maybe in Brooklyn, however, before WrestleMania, then I could see Bianca take the belt from her then, or someone else could challenge Shayna for that belt, however. But I do think, however, Shayna will be up at some point in 2019 with the WWE. She's got a very, like I said, a very cocky attitude, and they, we've talked about this before. They've talked about her and Jasmine and Marina Shafir, Jasmine Duke, referring to like the four horsewomen, Challenging like the girls of the WWE division, like Sasha Bailey, Beck, uh, Sasha Bailey, uh, um, like I said, Sasha Bailey, hey. Becky, and Bailey, yeah, against uh, Ronda, Sh- Jasmine, Shayna, and uh, Marina. So we could still see that happen down the road. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sasha, Sasha Bailey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, uh, but. Uh, Everybody's been waiting to see that, and of course we haven't. I mean, is it long over? Is that long overdue to happen? Is that long overdue? Should that happen at some point? Who's and that? The, the what you what you what you just talked about? The four horsemen. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I think it's coming. I think it will come. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen this year, it will come down the road at some point. But I think they should have done this. However, what they should have done, if it wasn't for Becky getting her, like I said, back in November with the whole Nia Jax thing, I think that was almost all guaranteed that they were going to go that way. They had that pretty much all but written into the plans. And then at the last minute, however, something changed because of Nia Jax's stupid carelessness. Ooh, small spoon, Bianca, one with the small spoon, going for the cover. One, two, no. So, like is, I said, in your, uh, in your opinion, is Belair giving Baszler a good run with this? She's still, she's still, she's hanging in there. I'll go give her that. She's still trying, even though Shane has been a little dominant. She's still, I mean, she did a little spear there, which was decent, but I think her arm's still killing her because when Shane took her arm, however, and took her little uh, ponytail thing, it's like it's like a little weave thing. It's like like it's like like a sort of like a like a spin around thing. How you know how like a it's sort of it's a cross between a weave and a whip. Basically, oh, what's Shayna gonna try? What's 
what the hell is she going to try here? She's trying to stomp down no. Shayna here. But like I said, how she's holding her own, however. I mean, she's done okay. Oh, she tried to go for a jackknife, and uh, Shayna got her knees up right on her. And now, high knee right in the chin, however, knocks out Belair. Pulls her back to the center. One, two, no! And Bianca's still in the match. Oh, my goodness. This is a back and forth one here, ladies and gentlemen. NXT women's title up for grabs. And I will go ahead and tell you that this is a no-brainer here. Everybody has chosen Shayna Baszler to retain. So i just give everyone a heads up on that. And we'll, set, we'll see what happens here, <clears throat> of course. And we'll see what happens here, of course, in this. Okay. Coming up here in just a few moments. Like I said, when we, when we hear, when we hear, of course, get some more updates in <clears throat> from, of course, JD concerning the uh, concerning the outcome of this matchup here. So we'll keep everybody apprised of this here, hopefully here momentarily. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, all right, JD. Uh, why we're looking at this match? A quick rundown here of the last three um anything impress you about the last three matches uh the war raiders match really good way to kick off that was what you wanted to start out it was a good entrance by the war raiders and the undisputed era it was a good opener i did like it however i was a little surprised that the era did lose the belt tower unfortunately however oh and bianca they just showed before uh, shana got knocked down because bella used her hair like it says a whip and just whipped uh, shana across the ribs on it, and Shayna's struggling to get up, and, oh, she got a nice mark on her now. Yeah, she caught her good with the whip, with the, with the hair thing. Oh, she got her up in a, like, sort of like a glam slam position. Oh, down goes the referee. She flipped, however. Shayna got out and flipped her, and Bianca went into the ref, and now the ref's down, and now, uh-oh. Now Shayna's got her hair playing tug-of-war with Shayna, and she hit her again like a whip. Uh, what you can go for here? KOD, her finish is sort of like a... You get the KOD, but the ref's down. Bianca might have it here. One, two, the ref's still down. And now she's freaking out, too. The ref should have been up already. She's absolutely upset that the referee didn't count Shayna down. The ref is still down after Shayna knocked the referee, Bianca, into the ref. Uh, but no, the War Raiders Undisputed Era match, great 15 20 Uh-oh. Here comes Shafir. Marina Shafir tried to help Shane, and she got knocked down by Bianca. Here comes Jasmine Duke. Uh-oh. Oh, she glam-slammed off freaking Jasmine right into Marina. And Shafir and Duke tried to help Shayna here. Jasmine's still, or Shayna's still down. Float over. She got her in the chokehold. Got bicycles on Bianca. Bianca could be fading. The ref's starting to wake up. Could Bianca fade? Yeah, she's got the clutch. Bianca's fading. Trying to get out. The ref hasn't called for the bell yet. Trying to see if Bianca's going to stay in this. I don't think she's going to be last so much longer. Bianca's out. Probably she choked her out. She might be out here. Maybe. No, she's not. 
How the hell is she getting up on this? She's coming up on one knee. And she's got Shayna backwards. Shayna, flip oh. if you have to. Don't let her come out of it. She turned it into her own variation of a clutch. Like a, like a front chancery. Now she's going for an exploder. Suplexed. How the hell did she get out and flip Shane over her shoulder? And Shane is now down. Uh, the Matt Real Cassie's Ono match was okay. I mean, we knew what was going to happen there. But the Ricochet Gargano match, really great match. Like I said, 23 and a half minutes, 24 minutes. They could have gone another three or five minutes. I mean, they just stole the show. And the women's match now has been pretty good so far, too. But like I said, Shane is down. Bianca struggling. Going up top, trying to finish it once and fall. And Shayna's right. Marina King down again, trying to interfere for Shayna. She gets kicked down. Belair's on the top. She's got her hair up. She's holding one hand with her hair, and she's up on the top. Trying to flip. She tried to do Oh, she got her again. She tried to do it like a shooting, like a forward flip. Now she's got Bianca trapped again. Tap already, Bianca. Give in. Oh, she might be. Belair's trying to get to the rope, but Shane is trying to choke her out. The ref still doesn't call for the bell. No, she's still fighting. She's still got her in a chokehold, like a, like under her chin, it's like a chokehold, but now she's pulling her back. How much? Yeah, Bianca's not tapping. She's still in this thing. Oh, she's getting up on one knee again. How in the hell is she staying in this match? Oh, she's going to lift Shayna back up again. Shayna sat back down on her. She went back down on her to fade, make her fade. This time she might be out. Yeah, Bianca's now starting to fade again. Can she get up another time and stay in this? She's going up for a third time. How in the hell is she not staying down in this? Now she's lifting Shayna. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my got up. How the hell is she standing? Shayna knows that Bianca's coming up on her. Now she's trying to take Shayna's arm and flip her over, if she can. But Shayna's still got the chokehold on her. Get her down to one knee. Get her down to one knee, Shayna. There you go. Fade back now. Yeah. Yeah. Bianca's starting to fade. She's barely keeping alive. That's it. And Shayna finally hold on just enough to make Bianca fade. Good match, though, but Shayna Baszler is still the champ. Everybody, everybody chose Shayna Baszler, so everybody will get a point here. JD goes up to one. John goes up by one. Ann goes up by one. Bobby goes up by one. Fonzie gets his first point. So, let's see. Um that's that's it. Oh wait a minute. Oh, oh let's see. Um, I think let's see. Did, did, did I hold on one second? Let me let me make sure I have this have this correct here. Uh, let's see. Okay, she. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, as it stands right now in the prediction title challenge, it's as follows: Michelle leads with four points. JD, John, and Ann are still in that tie with three. Bobby has two points, and Fonzie has finally has a point up on the board. So, 
So like I said, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, six belts, like I said, up to up for grabs. And guess what? Like I said, everyone will it's go home. It's main event time, Yang. It's time for the main event. The Dutch Destroyer versus Tommaso Chiappa. And the final time of the match, 16 minutes, 25 seconds. So now we go to the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we go as JD did mention, like I said, NXT title match is coming up. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. And we'll go ahead and let everybody know who everybody has as of right now. Michelle, JD, and Ann are predicting are, are uh, predicting that Tommaso Ciampa will retain the title. While John, Fonzie, and Bobby are going for Aleister Black to regain it. So, Good luck, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be back in a minute before our main event. Okay, thank you very much, JD. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, while we, while we, of course, wait for JD to return, like I said, and all that, in in preparation for the, for tonight's, uh, for tonight's main event show here, main main event of NXT Takeover Phoenix. Let's give you this one more time: one six zero five. 562-0444, 562-0444, call ID 141-364-POUND. <clears throat> this is Saturday, January 26, 2019, of course, at 8.53 p.m. Eastern Time. This is episode 140 of WWS Power Hour. I said Saturday, January 26, 2019, of course, special coverage of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, here with you here tonight. As we, of course, gone through what has been a very tremendous show here, folks. And it has been a very tremendous show here uh, so far here tonight. And as we said before in the prediction title challenge, of course, as you know, the WFUS Smoking Skill Championship, the HBF Extreme Heavyweight Championship, and the WWS Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships, respectively, will be, of course, decided in this. And, of course, so far, ladies and gentlemen, I can report, like I said, MLD leads with, with four points. J, John, J.D., and Ann lead, uh, are coming right behind with three points apiece. Bobby has two points, and Fonzie has one. So, folks, like I said, this could go down. This is still anybody's ball game here, ladies and gentlemen. And like we said before, there are not going to be any losers in this, in, in this matchup here tonight. As I said before, like I said, the six folks – course um taking part in this challenge there are technically six belts right there like you said if you count two singles belts and if you count of course two sets of tag team titles which would be considered four belts apiece <clears throat> so it ought to be that'll be like i said a very, very big time here everybody is going to walk home with either a singles or a tag team title belt tonight so it will it will be like i said everyone will be going home a winner indeed so like I so like I said here, folks, it will be it will be, of course, like I said, a huge one here, uh, 100%, without a doubt, indeed. So <clears throat> so anyway, there, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am back. And JD, of course, is now back in the saddle, and he will be, of course, bringing it here to us here momentarily, of course, of uh, of of the uh, main event. 
in the main event here, of course, the NXT Championship matchup, Tommaso Ciampa defending against Aleister Black. Get ready, folks. Here we go. And, J.D., before we get ready to start, I'd like to get some input here from you. What do you expect to happen in this matchup? This is going to be a battle of attrition when you think about it. These two guys will tear each other. Like I said, these guys are just going to absolutely beat the holy bejesus out of each other. These guys are going to tear it down. I mean, these guys are going to go at least 20, 25. And now we see the Velveteen Dream in his... Dwayne... Dwayne... What was this show from a different world? Dwayne... I forget the guy's last name from a different world. Dwayne Wayne? Dwayne Wayne? Is that what it was? So. Yeah, we got the Velveteen cool. Dream sitting there at ringside watching. I would not be surprised if the Dream shows his face in this one. But if he's smart, stay out of this. Because if he doesn't, he's going to get hurt. And Chiappa could supply it. But like I said, you never can take anything away from the Dutch destroyer. Alistair Black is definitely a dangerous, dangerous individual. And he is looking for payback on Chiappa. But Chiappa's just, he's too lethal. He's too uh, vicious. This is going to be another 20-25 minute match I can see, and these guys are definitely going to tear it down. But like I said, we could see a surprise here. You never know. But like I said, anything goes now. This is it. Winner take all. And like I said, right now on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say so far this show has been at least about 7 to 7.5, almost an 8. But I'll tell you, if this is a good main event, and it should be, this will shoot up to at least an even nine, nine and a half. But like I said, I'm giving it so far between a seven and a seven and a half. It's been a pretty decent, good show. But like I said, the match of the night so far has been the North American title match. But this could exceed both that and the tag team match. Like I said, there's been the women's match was good too. Don't get me wrong. But like I said, the North American championship match so far, in my opinion, is still right now, in my opinion, the match of the night. It was an unbelievable match. How Gargano and Ricochet tore it down, and they definitely deserve their praise for tonight. They did so good in their match, and they should not be disappointed. They definitely made Phoenix happy. The funny thing is, they didn't even announce the attendance yet, though. And like I said, they said I don't know how many seats, maybe ten, fifteen thousand. I mean, they should have a good crowd there tonight. Like I said, we'll see. Certainly. Okay. All right. Well, we'll definitely keep our eyes open on that. Yes, indeed. But, uh, of course, J.D. will be, of course, it'll be staying on top of this one here, folks. Like you said, I'll be a... Yes. Mauro Renolo, Percy Watson, Nigel McGinnis, and I are at ringside right now in the Talking Stick Resort Arena, folks. I mean, I'm not there personally, and I wish I was there, damn it, calling the action, because, like I said, I could see it in person. But hopefully sometime this year, maybe, I don't know if yet, maybe. I know I'm going to see an NXT show, however, in March when they come here to Pittsburgh. But I will tell you this, though, folks. I might, and I'm saying now I might, might be going to one of the NXT shows this year. I don't know which one yet, folks, but I can tell you right now. Get ready, folks. I'll let you know when it is, but, folks, it is going to be possibly either TakeOver Toronto, maybe, or TakeOver Chicago. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll definitely have to keep our... We'll definitely be... Uh... Uh, JD will keep us informed about that. We can't wait to hear about, of course, about uh, JD making a visit to one of these NXT takeover shows. Or I know I'll be going it's to see NXT brilliant. again in March, folks. I know they're coming to Pittsburgh in March, the first day of March, our, our, at the stage AE. And by the way, I believe tickets are still on sale for that event unless they're sold out. Of course, like I said, 
If you do not have your tickets, get your tickets soon, folks. They are coming to Pittsburgh March the 1st, 10 days before Raw comes, folks. Oh, my goodness. So that, 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 what, that, is, that is truly a unique unique deal there, folks. So definitely take J.D.'s advice on that. Yes, indeed. So. <clears throat> But uh, next week, folks, we're going to talk about a great match. we got a great match next week on NXT Wednesday night. The Pirate Girl herself and the Newcomer of the Year, Kari Zane, who won two awards tonight, Female Superstar of the Year and uh, Women's Star of the Year, and the Newcomer of the Year, take on Shayna's two of Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. A handicap match. No, it'll be a tag team women's match. Uh, who's going to be Kyrie Sane's partner? Io Shirai. Oh, my God. Oh, that, that all be Against great. Jessamine and Marina. And now, coming to the ring, as we hear the music, it is... We're going to find out here in a minute. Is it the Dutch Destroyer, or is it going to be the Sicilian Stretcher? That is Tommaso Chiappa. And it is... Ooh. Smoke fills into the talking stick, folks. As it is, and it is the Dutch destroyer, Alster Black, and he's oh ready. A very, very fierce competitor, indeed. Very, very fierce. He's tough as hell. Believe me. You talk about a guy who, back in November, took Johnny Gargano to the limit in Los Angeles. You talk about. His battles that he had within the last couple of years, however, the Dutch destroyer hopes that tonight he ends the Sicilian stretcher's reign and now paints it black, no pun intended, and rocks and rolls all night long in the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona. Unless, and I do say it again, unless Tommaso Chiappa finds a way to paint it black yet again and let's just say destroy the Dutch Destroyer's hopes of taking his precious NXT championship. We're going to find out right now with these two very, very big bohemians. And the tail of the tape, as we look at the tail of the tape, we can pull it up right now and give you the background on each individual. First, from Tommaso, hold on a second, I can't can't spell it. Hold on, here we go. The tail of the tape, Tommaso Chiappa, 5'11", 200, from Boston. Elster Black, we know about his history. We know he is a destroyer. He's 33 years old, six foot, 215, married to Selena Vega just a year ago, debuting 17 years ago at the age of literally, however, 17. He's wrestled all over the place, the U.S., Japan, Europe, going by the name of Tommy End. But like I said... Hold on, I'm going to pull this up right now. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to take a look. I mean, I know Chiappa's held the belt. I mean, like I said, I know Black held the title once. And here comes the beeps as you can hear Chiappa's music into the arena. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, we can, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. The North Championship, Chiappa has held it for 193 days. Shane, of course, however, has held the title for the last three months now. Like I said, Gargano, of course, in his first reign, however, held, like I said, 
the title. Ricochet going into the night for 161 days. But like I said, she always held it for 190 days, Howard, and he is continuing to move up the ladder, challenging the likes of guys like possibly Neville, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, and could be hitting the top three soon. If he keeps moving up the ladder, he could maybe set, like I said, the uh, let's see, the NXT title, Howard. We have seen how, let's see, NXT reigns. I know there's been a lot of reigns, 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 reigns. I'll tell you in a second, that's the NXT champions. Chiapa enters the night, however, going into tonight, folks. He is right now, at the moment, number five in total reigns. He's ten days away from Bobby Roode. He could pass Bobby Roode if he holds on to this a little longer. And if he holds it until maybe WrestleMania, however, he could come damn close to breaking Bo Dallas and Neville's record. He is fifth now all time in total reigns. If he holds it for another week and a half and he gets out of this with a win tonight, he could still hold the title passing Bobby Roode. But like I said, going into WrestleMania in Brooklyn maybe in April, depending on how long he holds the if he can hold it till Brooklyn maybe, let's just say, he could break Bo Dallas and maybe Neville's record. He still has ways to go to catch Finn Balor. But right now he is slowly but surely moving into the top three, top four all the time. Right now he's in the top five at the moment. But this could end right now. We'll see. And here we go. The intros are being done now. But Alistair Black, don't take anything away from him. Let's take a look at his record. He held the belt once for 102 days. So he uh, has some good company. He held it, of course, back in New Orleans last April. We know that uh, back in July, Chiapa defeated him for that belt. So you can tell Black definitely is stewing to get that belt back. Mm -hmm. The Sicilian stretcher, Tommaso Chiapa. And Black, and he's shooting, looking at the belt. Black's not impressed, as we can see right now, holding that belt like a trophy, like a baby in his arms right now, at the moment. Looking at that belt, could this be the last time? There's a small peck on the, kiss on the belt. The ref now holds the belt up in the air to the fans. Could he be kissing it goodbye for the last time, or could he find a way to still say, I'm going to be the champ still. We're about to find out right now as we approach 9-10. And here we go. And they're already starting to brawl right now with each other inside and outside the ring. They're in a, in a stalemate outside the ring right now. Locking up. They get back in. And again, stare face to face. Oh my goodness. Slaps Black. And gets in Black's face, tell him who he is. Oh, side suplex by Black. And just trying to ground, do his, uh, 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 what the hell, is, I can't even say it. What is it? Uh, his uh, own kind of wrestling, unique wrestling, let's just say. And he's going to the uh, high school. Doing his version. So happening here, okay. Yeah, Black cannot afford a mistake. The thing is, though, when you look at it, however, the thing is, Chiapa's got to watch for the uh, Black Mass, and I think Chiapa's finisher, if I remember, is I think it's sort of I, I think it's sort of like a 
I forget what it's called, but Black's got to watch out for Chiapas finisher, but the thing is, Chiapas has got to watch out for the Black Mass. If he doesn't, Black's going to use that art to his advantage all night long. Oh, my, my goodness, indeed. My goodness. This match is started early, ladies and gentlemen. I can go ahead and tell you that car will come in real quick. Barn burner, indeed. Nope. That wasn't even a one there, Morrow. He didn't even hit the one on the mat. And he's got a headlock down on the mat. And of course, while we got things going on, we also got the NHL All Star game tonight. Right now. And we got the NBA on ABC. And we got a preview, what could be a very interesting preview for the NBA championship, maybe. The Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics from Beantown. Ooh. And right now, Boston is down three at the end of one quarter. But, folks. If you're looking for two other good things to watch tonight after the network, fear not, people. And before we get to that, folks, how we're going to give you a weather update, however, on what's going on in the Weather Center, however, because we have not had a weather report here yet tonight, but we'll give you the weather, latest weather update here in just a few moments, so please bear with us here while we are just doing one thing real quick. Just bear with us here. We got that. And we will tell you right now at the weather desk here. Da -da -da -dum. Okay. Okay, weather. Here we go. First off, let's go to the Steel City. Tomorrow will be 33, however, snow flurries. 42 in rain, however, on Monday. Tuesday, 35. But get ready next Wednesday through Friday, folks. Have your gloves, have your hat, have your earmuffs ready. 7 degrees on Wednesday. 10 degrees on Thursday. 19 on Friday. And for Groundhog's Day, it might be a little nice. Sunny and a little cold still. And 30. But, folks, those of you going up to Punxsy next week... Please be careful and warm and stay safe up there. Whatever you do. Oh, he walked up. He did. Okay. And right now, it's 24 at the weather desk, we can tell you right now. Now, let's take a look what's going on in Trinity, North Carolina, with the weather there. Right now, we'll tell you here. Hold on. It is 33 and clear at the hour. Tomorrow will be sunny and clouds. Are 52. Not too bad. 50 degrees on Monday. Same thing. Rain on Tuesday, 48. 40 on Wednesday with sun and clouds. 36 and sunny on Thursday. 42 next Friday and Saturday with sun and clouds. Right now it's 33 and clear at the moment, but tomorrow it's going to be 52 with some sun and clouds. Today it was almost near 50, so not too bad in your neck of the woods there, Chad. Let's take a look now in Front Royal and give you the latest update on the weather down there for the human suplex machine. Right now it's 29 and clear. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds, 48. Monday, 40 and sunshine. That's good. Rain, snow mix, however, on Tuesday and 43, 29 on Wednesday with sun and clouds, 26 on Thursday, 27 and cloudy on Friday, 32 with sun and clouds on Saturday. But right now it's 29 and clear in Front Royal. Phoenix, where they're having the rumble, 62 and clear at the present time, but tomorrow it should be pretty nice with sun and clouds out today, 74, 74 on Monday, 73 and cloudy on Tuesday, 74 on Wednesday, 75 on Thursday, 75 on Friday, 74 in rain next Saturday, but 62 and clear at the moment. So they might open the dome tomorrow, maybe, folks, at the Chase Field. You never know, but it's going to be nice. It's going to be 75 and clear, however, so it should be pretty nice, however, 
throughout tomorrow's show. So they might have the dome open maybe tomorrow night for this show. You never know. Uh, let's take a look. Jacksonville, Arkansas, in our Empress's neck of the woods, and tell everyone how or what it looks like. It is clear right now, a pair of clouds and 40 degrees. Tomorrow it'll be sunny and gorgeous, 55. Monday, 58 with sun and clouds, but then it gets a little chilly again. 38 and sunny on Tuesday, 43 on Wednesday, 37 sun and clouds, 42 on Friday, 48 next Saturday, with a chance of rain with sun and clouds as well. But right now, it is clear, clear out of clouds, and 40 degrees. Toronto, let's take a look in, up in GTS, the neck of the woods. Right now, light snow at 19. Tomorrow, clouds throughout the day, 25, 24 on Monday, 30 on Tuesday, High of 6 on Wednesday. Please be careful on Wednesday in the Toronto area, folks. It's going to be 5 to 10 below zero at night. Single digits on Thursday with the clouds, 7 degrees. Friday, 16 degrees with sun and clouds, 17 next Saturday. Right now, it's 20 with light snow up in Toronto. And let's see. Tampa, we will tell you what's going on there, and then we'll go to uh, Palmyra. Right now, in Tampa tomorrow, rain is in the forecast tomorrow, 55 Monday, 60 on sun and clouds, however, 66 in rain Tuesday, 58 with sun and clouds, 66 on Thursday, 72 next Friday, and then 71 next Saturday in rain all day. Right now at the hour, it's 56 and partly cloudy in Tampa. And we'll check on Orlando real quick where Bobby is, however, and give you the scoop on what's going on down there. It's going to rain, however, tomorrow in 60. So, Bobby, if you hope you packed a poncho, my man, it's 60 going to be there today. It's 52 mostly cloudy down there right now. 60 in rain on Monday, 66 on Tuesday, 57 on Wednesday with sun and clouds, 64 in sun and clouds Thursday, and then 70 and 69 Friday and Saturday. But right now it's 52 and mostly cloudy in Orlando. But tomorrow it's calm for 60 in rain. So those people going to the Pro Bowl in Orlando have a poncho ready just in case. And then finally, however, we'll tell you what's going on, however. However, let's take a look what's going on, however. Uh, what's going on in the Paul Meyer area of MLD. Right now, it's 28 and clear, however, but uh, tomorrow's not going to be too bad. Sun and clouds, 51. Looks pretty good. Monday, sun and clouds, 44, however. Tuesday, 47 with uh, snow and clouds, however. 37 with sun and clouds Wednesday, 32 on Thursday, 33 and 36 Friday and Saturday. But right now, it's 28 and clear at the present moment. So there you go, folks. There's your weather forecast from everyone's location at the present time. Of course, we do appreciate that here, folks. And of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, um, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, currently currently down there uh, in Orlando. Of course, tomorrow with the big with the big Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl coming up, uh, we, we do wish him, of course, well. And, and of course, uh, safe travels back. He should be returning in back in towards our my neck of the woods here in Trinity, North Carolina, on Monday. So we wish him safe travels and hope he will be. Of course, hopefully, we will definitely return. Uh, safe and sound here, of course. And also, we will, of course, keep, keep him up to date as to what happens as far as, as far as, of course, what goes on here with the NXT Takeover Show tonight and the Royal Rumble tomorrow, indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget during our my weekly promo tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern, I'll be giving everyone an update as to what, what as to, of course, uh, any updates as, as to any matches for the Royal Rumble, plus also our wrestling uh, history for tomorrow. Wrestling news tidbits, plus also let you know where our live video feeds and our shows will be, of course, for this coming week here in the radio network. So be sure to listen in on that tomorrow night at 10 o'clock Eastern time. In the meantime, let's go ahead and take things back over to JD 
Let's see if we has any update at all on the main event match of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. So far, Chiapa continuing to dominate and showing that that's the sword no mercy here. We can tell you right now, that's the latest we got right now. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, speaking of tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget WWS special edition of WWS Revolution tomorrow at 5 o'clock, 138055-pound. As, of course, we'll be doing our prediction show for the Royal Rumble. And I will be, of course, re- I will, I will, of course, be bringing predictions in uh, for myself and also for the Black Widow. Black Widow is not going to be able to join us. I talked to her earlier today, but we did get her predictions in and then some very interesting ones indeed. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be, of course, talking about any news leading up towards the Rumble and also some other and any other wrestling news tidbits, of course, coming in around that present time. We'll keep everybody informed about that as well. Our live video feed tomorrow will be coming in from WWS News Channel. So be sure to join us there for that. <clears throat> for our special edition, of course, of Revolution Prediction Show for for the Royal And yes, there will be some belts on the line in this one, too. Oh, yes, indeed. Of course, I, and ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Royal Rumble tomorrow. You got to keep in mind the Cruiserweight Championship on the line, Universal title on the line, WWE, WWE title on the line, both Raw and SmackDown women's belts on, up for grabs. United States title and the SmackDown tag team titles will be up for grabs here. And, of course, also the opportunity to see whoever will face the Universal or WWE champion at WrestleMania in the Men's Royal Rumble and whoever is going to face the champions for the Raw and SmackDown women's title in the Women's Royal Rumble match. And, of course, who knows, we may be seeing some big-time surprises like we did last year, folks. You never know what could happen. So definitely check that out tomorrow. Of course, right, and of course, we'll keep you informed as best we possibly can here. Uh, of course, during our promos tomorrow night, and also, of course, when you know, make our predictions here uh, uh, on, on special edition of Revolution tomorrow at five o'clock p.m. So be sure to listen in on that. <clears throat> uh, JD, how is the how has the pace been for this match so far? What's that? How is the pace? It's good. I mean, they're both keeping with each other real well. I mean, Gargano's had most of the edge, and Black's not quitting. Black's trying to give uh, Chiapa a hand, but Chiapa's giving everything to Black and then some, you know? Absolutely. Okay. Well, like I said, said, everyone was going to say this was going to be the dominant match. So, like I said, folks, we'll keep our eyes open on it. and like I said, we will keep everyone informed as to as to what will take place indeed. So So But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, our night our our night is still far from over here. And so <clears throat> it is it is like I said, as JR used to call it a slobber knocker, so But uh, let's see here. Oh! 
He just launched uh, Black, Black's knee right onto the Spanish table, and now Joffa's like clapping and laughing, pat himself on the back and smiling at it with a sick, sinister smile, in a way. And now it's mocking Alistair Black sitting on the Spanish table while Black is hurting, and Black is in big trouble now. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is becoming a, this is kind of becoming a, as you say, a humdinger of a match here, folks. Yep, and now, so, taking a drink of water is Black, or not Black, excuse me, Chiapa, taking a, a bottle of water, has some water in his mouth. Oh, he just spit him, he kicked him right in the chop, right in the jaw, and the water went flying, and went to Chiapa's jaw at the same time, just as Chiapa was going to spit in his face, Black spit kicked him right up in the jaw and let the water fly out of his mouth. But right now, Black's got to get back in. He's hurt. He, he can barely walk right now with one good leg. He's got to get back in and try to keep going here. He's trying to he's trying to hold on here. And can, uh, like I said, Black become the first, another two-time champion? And again, Shiafa goes right downstairs with a basement drop kick to the lower leg. Oh my goodness. Oh. Is it become this is folks, what can what can we say? It's been a stalemate. It's been a stalemate, folks, I can tell you right now. And I'm also conversing briefly with our own, let's just say, spider, and let me know how his tourney was, however, mind you. Oh, okay. And she's going to let me know how he did in his tournament. He had a tournament today, so we're going to find out here in a minute. We, I'm gonna, I, she's like, I don't know yet. We don't know yet. Okay. okay. Well, we okay. are all... Pulling for you guys and wish him luck. Absolutely, of course. Talking about, of course, the son of Black Widow, of course, our WWS Junior Heavyweight Champion, of course. The next big thing, Caleb Dodds, of course, indeed. <clears throat> who, who we were kind of hoping he would get a chance to be a part of our prediction title challenge this, this time around, but MLD, of course, did inform us that uh, right now may not be the opportune time. But uh, hopefully, sometime here, of course, during the year, during the year, we will, of course, we will be able to, of course, get him on here and uh, give us his take on everything. <clears throat> they give they give us his predictions here. Hopefully, like, he'll be able to earn a big time belt here, of course, in WWS sometime down the road. Yes. Indeed. Yes, indeed. No, he said that uh, 
I saw one legged guy right now fairly standing. I'm like, you're not kidding. Is he's trying here to hang with Tommaso? He still can't put weight on that knee. He knows that. Alistair, you try going that knee. Tommaso's going to know your ball game. Trust me. He ain't that dumb. Ooh. Time to just stun him. Back elbow. Forward elbow. Close line. Black's got to start cooking here. Used his other good leg to kick Black. Nope. Joffa's still in it. Exactly right, Percy. Backslide. Very telling. Nope. That's just, I guess that's his finisher. Now he's going Black's trying to go for the black mask. No, he cannot. Black sat down. No, almost had him. Kicks him again. German suplex into a bridge. No, with one good leg. Almost. Not quite. Good effort. Good effort by Black on that one. I'll give him that one. Very impressive there. Ladies and gentlemen, you can tell the Iceman is all fired up about this event tonight. No doubt about it. It has been a humdinger of an event. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And while we wait, and while we wait for the outcome of this, let me go ahead and let everybody know where we stand right now in our standings for the prediction title challenge for tonight's NXT Technical Show. MLD is currently leading right now with four points. JD, John, and Ann are tied with three points apiece. Bobby has two points, and Fonzie has one. So, like I said, I mean, like I said here, ladies and gentlemen, as, as to who picked who, once again in the NXT title match, I will go ahead and tell you that Michelle, JD, and Ann did choose Tommaso Chiapa to win this. While John, Fonzie, and Bobby picked Alistair Black to uh, to to uh, to pick up the belt. So, like I said, this still could be anybody's. This could still be anybody's situation. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of the outcome, as I've said many many times in this prediction title challenge, I will go ahead and tell you that regardless of the outcome, whoever gets it's how many points, everybody involved tonight. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, 
the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler will walk out of here with a belt. It is guaranteed a belt. That is, that is, of course, the that is that is the that will be the inevitable outcome of all this here, folks. But nobody is going to at all go home empty-handed in this. I can I can I can definitely uh, make everyone well assured of that. Regardless if it's a singles or a tag team belt, somebody will be walking out of here with one of these here this evening. There will be, there's no doubt about it at all. <clears throat> but the way the, the way this is going to go out here, folks, whoever has the most points, whoever has the most points will pick up the WWF US Smoking Skull Championship. Whoever comes in second will pick up the HBF Extreme Heavyweight Championship. Oh, belts. time and, to stop. And, like a, and, the black. and the remaining four will be will pick up the WWS Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It's been a good one so far. Who's gonna stay this back and forth, back and forth we go? I'm sure right now, ladies and gentlemen, Triple H. They're just slugging it out right now. Black goes for okay. Chopper gone with another kick. Who's going to come out? Black comes back with one. Still one with me. Roll over. Nope. Sits down. Hold his legs backwards. Reversal. Nope. Spike. Strike, strike. Clothesline took him and turned him inside and out. Does go Chiappa. Chiappa's trying to end it once and for all here and now. Nope. He's got his leg. Nope. Oh, he's pulling. He's going for the knee tremor. Nope. Oh! Sort of like a coup de gras, but he caught Chiappa. Did black. Uh-oh. Almost went for the black mass finisher. Nope. Knee right to the lower spine. Oh, he's going for it. Black mass. He might have a black mass. No, and black was two and a half. Almost became a two-time champ and came up half a count short. Still, it has been a good one to say the least. However, folks, with these two, however. I bet Triple H has a huge smile on his face right now. Oh, he definitely does tonight. I mean, he's definitely watching this in the back of the arena with a big grin. I mean, they, again, all except for the Matt Riddle match, four of these matches of these five have delivered terrific, terrific encounters. And this may have been good. Oh, fairy tale ending. He went with the finisher. Does he come? No. He's still in it, is Alistair Black. 
Also, Ciampa is thinking, what do I have to do to beat this man? Exactly. That's what Mario just said just now, what you just said. The same with Nigel McGinnis and Percy. They said all said the same thing you did. And I said, I was thinking the same too. What does Chiop have to do to put the Dutch Destroyer down? And what can the Dutch Destroyer do to stay alive in this one? And we're going to find out here shortly. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, while JD, steps, while JD steps away here for just a moment, <clears throat> the judge just also as, as a reminder here, folks, like I said, on everything, of course, within talking about the new organization, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, be sure to check out our newest group, AEW US Wrestling's Elite Generation. Our own King and WO, Gerard T. Smith, of course, is manning that group for us. And, of course, he is, he is without a doubt, Keep us up to date with everything going on here as to the latest signings to of course uh to of course the upcoming events and of course uh <clears throat> and and making and i'm sure like i said posting pictures and making posting everything and everything and everything in there under the sun here black black might have him here black just might have him he just called a jumping high knee but jump okay, all over the jumping. stomach but he hasn't pinned him. He has not pinned him. I mean, that was a okay. good size high knee. We're talking this. I mean, let me see it. Let me see it again. Hold on. I'm watching here. Yeah, he turned around like a spin kick, and he caught you off a flush on the jaw. Oh my. And right now, we're just waiting to see what happens here, folks. We might have an update here in a few minutes. Okay. But and he's going to try to make it here shortly, he said. He just called me. So he's going to call VN on here in a few minutes. Okay. What wait, else wait, can like... Black does here? What is Black going to try next? Nope. Tom with Heine again? Nope. Hold on, rolls him up. Hold on. Spiked him! DDT is going for it again. Fairy tale ending. He might have him here. One, two. No! And ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, has now joined us. Fonzie, welcome. Special edition 140 of Power Hours. Yeah, what's up? Nothing much here. What, uh, me- what? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What? This, this, I mean, it's, I'm, 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 this match between Black and Chiapa has been a barn burner to say the least. And he hit him again. Can he hit him for a third time? Go for the fairy tale ending, however. He's picking him up again. He had two already. He's going for another one, it looks like. Yeah. He's going for... No. 
Black kicked him. He's trying to get. No. He's trying to back kick. He's going for a third. Ball game. That should be it. He's gone three. He's done three of them. One, two, three. And Chiapa wins and retains. 26 minutes, 30 seconds. Alistair Black came up a little short. But Tommaso Chiapa, the Sicilian stretcher, what a good main event this was with these two. This should be also on the best of NXT next year. I mean, these two really tore it up tonight. And Mar Black is, I think this was Black's first setback at a takeover, they said. But yep, so Tommaso Chiapa is still your NXT champion for now. Okay, all right. All right, uh, Fonte, have you been keeping up with the NXT show? No. Well, we'll give you an update. Sure. We'll give you an update here in a second as soon as this is over. We'll let you know what happened. Actually, well, there are, uh, like, the first match, the War Raiders won the tag team titles. Good opener. 17 minutes they gave them. They could have given another three to five minutes. It still would have been a great match. I mean, they, they tore it down. Good way to start out. The War Raiders are your new tag team champions. Matt Riddle beat Cassius. Oh, no. The Broski won. Johnny Gargano is your new North American champion. What a match this was with these two. Those guys tore it down. 25 minutes they gave it. Shayna just won against Bianca Belair in 15 and a quarter minutes, however. And like I said, however, it was interesting to see if... Um, uh, Bianca gets a rematch. I think she will. Possibly down the road. And now, Tommaso Chiapa is still your NXT world champion. So there you go. That is what happened. But uh, hold on a second. We're going to see if we're going to see... Like I said, we're going to see if... Uh, we're going to see something towards the end of the night. However, if there's going to be an incident with the Velveteen Dream getting involved here. They're just showing the replay of what happened. He went with three fairy tale endings, believe it or not. I mean, Black gave him all he could handle. Black gave everything Tommaso Chiapa gave to him and then some. But at the end of the night, once again, as we said, Tommaso Chiapa could be now moving up the ladder very shortly to move in the top four and could be closing in on the top three as far as all-time NXT Championship days with the belt. Yeah, also Black's fairy tale ending. I mean, you got to give him credit. He came almost ready to make it happen and make his dream come true. But, but now, Chiapa just was a little smarter tonight against the Dutch Destroyer. Let's see what happens here. Are we going to see uh, something happen after this? Let's see. Is we already cut off for the night? Yes, it does, Morrow. He's still the champ. So him and Johnny Gargano, the former DIY belt boys, however, still hold the title and get a new belt. So we saw two new titles switch tonight at TakeOver. Good TakeOver again. A damn good TakeOver again. They definitely hit home tonight in Phoenix. If this is anything in the case where we see tomorrow night, we're going to see something happen in the Valley of the Sun. 
Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Let's go to the final tally as we now look at it officially. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the prediction title challenge for NXT TakeOver is as follows. <clears throat> like I said, everybody, like I said, did, did, try, did, did excellent, an excellent job here uh, yes. for this night, making some real good predictions here indeed. <clears throat> here are the final here, here are the final results right here. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say, as, as to, of course, who hold on, who has hold on to the belts, who has picked up the belts. First off, the WWUS SmackDown Tag Team Champions are Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. WWUS Raw Tag Team Champions are the Empress and Marie Rickenbach. Wait a minute. Whoa, hold on. Hold Whoa. on a minute. Johnny Gargano just took to the stage and he just saw Chiappa. And now they're staring each other down, each holding their belts respectively and looking at each other. Chiappa's looking right at him. Gargano's looking right back at him. Oh, my. Johnny holds up the North American title. And Chiappa has a little bit of a smile. Chiappa has the NXT belt. The DIY boys have had the final say on this night. Gargano's still not taking his eyes off him, but Chiappa still has that little smile across his face, even though he's thankful. But Gargano's shooting him a little bit of a look there as we close out TakeOver. The WWS Raw Tag Team Champions, champions are the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach and the human suplex machine, John Gross. Your new HBF Extreme Heavyweight Champion is the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. And your new WWF Smoking Skull Champion is the Black Widow, Michelle Ben Dodds. Michelle, so congratulations. Anne and John, congratulations to you guys as well. Bobby and Fonzie, like I said, everybody was not going to go out of here. Go out of here into handed tonight. Everybody did pick up a belt here this evening. So, JD, if you will please, if, if, since I have JD, JD, since I have you and Fonzie on right now, JD, if you will please step forward. <clears throat> um, Thank you very much. Of course, the HBF Extreme Heavyweight Championship belt, of course, similar to what the belt Jeff Hardy had in when he was in TNA. That's the belt yes, I've like seen that. that belt. It's a beautiful belt. Thank you very much. And Fonzie, I'm going to say it here and now. If you would like a challenge for that belt, I am a defending fighting champion. You just name the time and place. However, I will be glad to take you on for that belt. But right now, I'm going to enjoy this over my mantle for the next 24 hours or so and soak it in. And Fonzie, I do have your half of the SmackDown tag title belts. If you please hold your hands out, sir, and here you go. Yeah. So, so like I said, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, everybody was not going home empty-handed in this. The very tremendous, very tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, night did, of course, take place here. Of course, Roy Rumble will, of course, be a, will, will, of course, be a big time here indeed. As like we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, <clears throat> I, I, I will I'll, like. I'll, I'll watch this later on with the page story, maybe, or catch up sometime. Okay. Well, so like NXT said, is in the book, ladies and gentlemen. Another good takeover. I know Triple H is going to be doing a Facebook Live video here probably within moments, however, folks. I can tell you what, however, 
you thought the NXT Blackpool show was good. Once again, they definitely hit a home run here in the Valley of the Sun. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Without a doubt. Thank you very much. Thank you very much there, J.D. And while, and just to let everyone know here, during, during this whole thing here, I've been looking at this very, very closely. I know that I did say that, yes, we are still going to have the, uh, of course, uh, six-man six, six tag team belts up as the tag belts for the, officially for the Royal Rumble paper prediction title challenge. But after further review and all that, I noticed that we have six folks participating in this as well. Our same six folks that participated in this tonight, but we only have technically five belts up. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have officially decided, and of course, being like I said, a real good sport in this, I've decided to add a third singles belt. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a third singles belt in this in, in the title challenge for the Royal Rumble. And ladies and gentlemen, that belt will be Fonzie. Uh, by the way, excellent. I love that. Very good. Um, and that's my phone, guys. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I can tell you right now, my final rating on this, however, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, here and now, folks. My final rating for TakeOver, an 8.5 out of 10, almost a 9 out of 10. Again, a fantastic, fantastic show in every sense of the word. Well done, guys. A tip of the cap goes to you guys tonight. Well done, indeed. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, I decided... Oh, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's an excellent idea. Another new belt that I have, of course, created here recently, ladies and gentlemen... This will be considered the third belt, third singles belt for the prediction title challenge for the Royal Rumble. It will be the NJPWUS J Crown Championship will be the third belt in the Ooh, prediction title. Nice. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, it will be just for the first big pay-per-view of the new year. I decided why not, why not go ahead and do this with a bang. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and you did, like said, and yes, indeed, uh, and of course, like I said, the ECWUS FTW Heavyweight Title will be up for grabs. The NJPWUS Intercontinental Title will be up for grabs. Now, the NJPWUS J Crown Championship will be up for grabs, and like I said before, the ROHUS World Six Man Tag Team Belts will be up for grabs as as our tag team belt representation. This time around so so uh, Bonzi any comments you'd like to make tonight there bud Bonzi did he leave there it was what's up Oh, well, like I said here, folks, this is going to be, this is going to be a big time. This is going to be a big time evening here tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, 
as like I said before, we're going to have three belt, three singles belts, and the world's and the ROHUS six world six man tag belts up for grabs. JD, John, Fonzie, Michelle, Ann, and Bobby, like I said, will be will be will be looking to earn another piece of gold here tonight to add on to what they have won so, so far here. But this weekend, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I will go ahead and reiterate here again that uh, this was this was a real close this was a real close one here indeed. Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds is your new WWF US Smoky Skull Champion. The Iceman Jared DiGiromo is your new Hardy Boys Fans Extreme Heavyweight Champion. The Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross are your new WWS Raw Tag Team Champions. And Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie is your WWS SmackDown Tag Team Champions as well. Yes, congratulations to you and uh, Bobby and Ed Fonzie. You guys deserve that one. Well done. Well done. Fonzie has another belt added to his ranks as well. <clears throat> JD has, of course, another one to his ranks. And of course, like I said, they'll be they'll have an opportunity to grab. Like I said, six, there'll be six more belts out there tomorrow night, guys. We'll see how it all goes down there from here. Uh, I will go ahead and go ahead, of course, ask the uh, ask ask the um, <clears throat> everyone here. Uh, JD, anything you wish to add here before we close up shop on our special edition of Power Hour tonight? Again, another great show, however, as NXT delivers all the time, however, and like I said, if you're looking to go back and watch uh, TakeOver, however, if you have the network, thanks to the point, however, except for one match that was okay, if you want to call it somewhat so-so and moderately in the middle, like mixed bag, the Riddle and Ono match was that, but other than that, Chiapa and Black was good, uh, Ricochet and Gargano, great match, unbelievable. Those guys stole the show. The War Raiders undisputed air match, good way to start out takeover. I mean, if I mean we know it's like I said with the weather, it's in the mid semis out there. If we know it's going to be halfway decent, like I said, and pretty uh, sunny and breezy and, and uh, really good and, and, uh, and really good and entertaining. However, if you thought takeover was something, folks. Get ready. Tomorrow night, the Royal Rumble, the road to WrestleMania 35 begins in Chase Field. It should be a damn good show. Raw and Brady on Monday. Fonzie, myself, John, and them will be ready to take you in. We're going to tell you who we, what our thoughts are at the aftermath of TakeOver and the Rumble. And, folks, I mean, it may be Super Bowl week next week, but this week, the Super Bowl of WrestleMania begins here and now, and it came off to a big, big start here tonight with TakeOver. On that note here, folks, we do thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number 140 of WWS Power Hour for a special coverage of NXT TakeOver Phoenix. A very great show, big time here indeed. And new, and new trivia champions were crowned here this evening as part of our prediction title challenge for tonight. And of course, more will pop up here tomorrow, and we'll keep everybody informed of this during our during our promo. Of course, tomorrow night, when I will keep you up to date with what is going going to be going on with, of course, the Royal Rumble, <clears throat> with with the with the Royal Rumble, plus other things taking place, uh, <clears throat> other things taking place, of, of course, as well. We'll talk more about that during our promo tomorrow night. For the Iceman Jared DiGiromo and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinchoff saying thank you very much for joining us. 
and will be here tomorrow at 5 p.m. for our special edition of Revolution, our prediction show for the Royal Rumble. Be sure not to miss out on that 138055 pound with our live video feed from WWS News Channel. <clears throat> Power Hour episode 140 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be a more wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you in the ring. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, of course, like I said, for those who, if you cannot make it to, to uh, of course, if you can't make it to, uh, to our thing tomorrow, tomorrow, be sure to enjoy the Royal Rumble and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll talk at you here, of course, coming up here this week here in the radio network. This has been this has been the WCWS radio network. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Wait, hold on. Chad, oh. you're right. Are we, are we, before we sign off for the night, however, folks, however, like I said, well, like I said, let's just say this is Mara Noel, Nigel McGinnis, Percy Watson, and the entire NXT team signing off from ringside. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yes, indeed. Please go ahead. I, I forgot about that. Yes, thank you very much. And I have just heard one last bit of news. There's report maybe how we might, I don't know if we'll make an appearance, how, but we heard Nia Strauss, however, was at ringside tonight, and also Ric Flair is in Phoenix. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, I, I got some music for us to close us out with, Howard. I'm going to, let me see if I can find it here. Uh, hold on, I'm going to find it right now. Take over uh, Phoenix team. Okay, hold on. Well, never mind. I couldn't find it. I tried. Okay. Oh, that's okay. That's no problem. This is the this is the WWS Radio Network. You're not everywhere. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.